What's up, everyone? I'm Deeg. I'm here talking today to Shockter, Planetside 2 streamer, Twitch partner extraordinaire, and philanthropist, I dare say. Hi, Shockter. Hello, I'm Shockter with two <laughs> R's. I still can't get the first one R because Twitch won't give it to me, but hello. Well, you see, you didn't have to put a bunch of X's and like numbers at the end of it, right? Yeah, XXX. Oh, yeah, you left out community manager, by the way. Ah, oh, community <laughs> manager. How can I forget? Rogue Planet Games community manager shockter yes sir so um shockter like i've been watching you stream planet side since i've kind of really dipped my toes back in this year and i saw you come in on a drive of streaming every single day which you're still mostly doing you drove you drove viewership to planet side on twitch which i don't think i've really really seen consistently before and you got partner on twitch like tell me about why you decided to stream and what what gets you to do it why um, I like to play games, obviously. <laughs> um, that's first and foremost. Uh, and, but I have this weird, like, thing where, like, I don't like being, I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I like playing with people, but I like playing by myself at the same time. And this is, like, the perfect balance between the two. Mm -hmm. Where I'm kind of playing with people all the time, but I'm still playing by myself. Like, if you notice my streams, I'm usually not, like, in a channel with anyone. I'm just, like... Mm -hmm just talking to myself uh but when it came to streaming itself like why i started streaming uh covid hit i was very uh pre-covid like right before i was having a really rough time in real life mm. and uh i was very i was struggling to find like a sense of i don't know like w what it is i like to do and stuff mm -hmm. like that so i just started streaming uh mostly because gelos was streaming and he kind of got me like in the right direction so shout out gelos and uh, from there, I just kind of like started streaming every day, especially when uh, a bit of drama struck and I ended up leaving the black arrows. I had like nothing else to really do. Mm. So I just started streaming every day. And then since then, yeah, I've only taken one day off because I got my COVID vaccine and I was like, really? I felt like I got hit by a truck or something like that. And I just said I would take the day off. Um, but yeah, I've been streaming every single day since September of last year, maybe August. I, don't know, I think it was September or August. And uh, yeah, I haven't, it has never felt like a chore. I'm late sometimes. Obviously some streams are shorter than others. Some streams are longer than others, but mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's still, you know, I just stream as much as I want. I don't have a schedule like a lot of people. That's cool. That's cool. Hang on one second. Let me just do something real fast. Okay. Should be good now. And do you play a lot of games off stream or is like your, your gaming hobby mainly non-stream thing? these days oh it's i'm i'm gaming like all the time like <laughs> I, I get to tell all the time where i either kill somebody or i die like at two in the morning or three uh. in the morning while i'm playing off stream and they'll like send me a tell being like dang i thought you were on stream i wanted to see what happened uh. and they're like you play off stream i'm like yeah i like i just play like whatever um like you've probably seen me i, I think yeah, i've yeah. seen you whenever i've been off stream and you'll yeah. be on stream and like I'll run into you, and yeah, I don't know. I just like uh, I just like doing whatever it is that I like to do. Like the like when the lights on and the cameras on, mm -hmm. it's like it's one kind of vibe. But then playing by myself and like being like a channel with some of the people that I'm like close friends with, yeah, uh, it's it's like another vibe that I like to keep almost private so that I'm not overly sharing. I don't know. I don't like to. I don't, I don't want to live my entire life on stream. But mm. at the other side of the coin, it does look like I'm always on stream because but of yeah. how much I stream. Yeah, word. Yeah, I've what you described something I found a little bit of too. Like there's some quality to playing games on stream with chat hanging out that you just can't get.
playing games different ways like and what you describe with like doing your own thing like you're not you're not doing a cooperative thing you aren't doing something with people in a squad like you're playing by yourself maybe people are with you but you're not communicating with them but you're talking to the stream um very uh interesting and uh definitely different from that kind of hanging out with your bros afterwards you need both they're not the same thing yeah for sure um so it, but i'll add the i'll add the caveat though that a lot of the people who watch me are the same people that i hang out with after Sure. Like I, I'm not really like like uh, you know like a big streamer where it's like a parasocial relationship where it's like ah. I'm f like they're friends with me but I'm not friends with them because a lot of streamers are like that um, where I think like Ludwig was like one of the bigger streamers that uh -huh. just like made a YouTube video saying like I am not your friend and he's talking about like how <laughs> he can't be friends with forty thousand people or whatever um, but like yeah like I'll, I'll hang out in a channel with Smellboard Bob my mods my viewers my VIPs I'll do like off streams streams where like people want to watch me do like some other game that i can't stream um yeah like there's a lot of familiar faces in chat that come all the time that i've had interactions with mm -hmm. outside of chat which i think a lot of streamers don't do that they yeah. try to keep that relationship as close to twitch as possible and they don't want to talk to them outside of twitch mm -hmm. i don't know i'm more like friends with my chat i'd like to think yeah it's not because it's still like possible a... at least yeah definitely it's not like in terms of like a, like a chicken in the egg kind of idea like you're like a planet side player. You had a bunch of friends you played the game with, and then you started to stream. And a bunch of them are still involved in your streaming content as well. Like, so you still have that kind of grounded connection to the game, to the community. And I think that really, I, I think it reads a lot as hell. Someone watching your content. Um, you know, we've seen a bunch of people come through the planet side community in the, in the streaming space. And the impressions are kind of interesting. And the effect on the game is kind of interesting. I think what the late crew came through recently, and that was a, uh an event um but uh why planet side let me ask you that like, why planet side um like why did i start why do i still why do both you were a planet side gamer playing planet side wanting to get something more out of it so you streamed right accurate i started streaming because like things would happen and then i wouldn't have the 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 ability to recollect what happened outside of having it be in a vod on stream so i was okay. like why i liked streaming i liked being able to go like oh like i'm shooting people oh i got like a quadruple kill or something like that uh -huh. and then or like oh this really funny thing happened like oh i said something funny or somebody mm -hmm. said something funny and then there was like no ability to like save that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's almost like documenting what i do yeah like there, there's a lot of funny stuff that's happened on my channel and like, like completely unplanned funny stuff uh, whether it's something I've said or uh, it's something somebody else said while I was like playing with them. Uh -huh. And uh, it's it's cool to be able to save those moments. But then when it came to why I stream Planet Side, it's just because, uh, I mean, I just, the, the majority of my online relationships are, are deeply seated in Planet Side. My mm -hmm. longest standing friends from online are from friendships that I've made back in 2014 when I first started playing the game. Mm -hmm. So when I quit, I quit in 2015 and I didn't touch the game for five years. I came back in 2020 uh, because of COVID and not being able to go outside and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I just like came back to planet side rather than going to like, I don't know, like a Fortnite or a CSGO or Valorant, etc. Mm -hmm. um, but on the other side of the coin, like I am not, I, I'm, I'm a little bit different when it comes to being a planet side streamer. I don't know. I'd like to think of myself more as like a personality streamer. Mm -hmm. Like I stream whatever I want to stream whatever is the thing that I will, that I know I will enjoy the most. Um, and 
Like I've looked at my own analytics when it comes to percentages, at least. Although Planetside is the majority, it's not like 100% or 90% like a lot of other streamers have. Um, I think for me, all time, it's like in the 40 to 50%. And then there's like your just chattings, your single player games that I've done. Uh, lots of different things. Uh, a pretty big percent of it is actually Overwatch. Uh, but hmm. that was from like years ago. Uh, so yeah, when it comes to why I stream Planetside, it's like my, my community is kind of built from that. And then I like the game uh with the caveat again of there's a lot of things that i don't like in it obviously but yeah uh, i don't know it's just it's always just been like the thing that like start the stream with like mm -hmm. i think everybody at least has like a, a grind that they kind of do not a grind but like a routine that they do when they start stream like xqc he'll like start the stream talking to his chat for 20 minutes then he'll do some youtube video reactions then he'll play the game of the night for me it's i play planet side people start to load in then we go into whatever it is we were going to do for the stream and then I close out. So Planet Side is usually like the opener. People see it as like stalling content to just kind of talk to me mm -hmm. until we get into the actual thing that we're looking to do. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, um, yeah, I think just a lot of the people, basically everybody in my chat, that's I'd say maybe 90 to 95% of the people in my chat are from Planet Side, some sort of relationship there. Right. And then I guess that's kind of why I play Planet Side because it's a common connection before we go into whatever new flavor of the week it is. Yeah, and it sounds like that is the reason that it's the game you came back to in 2020 as well. Like you yeah, were for sure. like the game is almost kind of like a more like a platform for connecting. For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like my friendships with Aflick, friendships with Gellos, uh, and then the friendships that I established with like Zyros, Leroy, mm -hmm. lots of different people who stream. Uh, like, yeah, it was it was definitely like coming back and and like even seeing that people streamed the game. Like, I, I don't know. Like I have this thing where, like, I don't think things exist until I see them. It's like a permanence type thing okay. where it's like, I was like, nobody streams Planetside. And then when I found out <laughs> Aflix streamed Planetside and Gello streams Planetside, I was like, people stream Planetside? No. What? Like, what do they do? And it's like, you know, it's your typical, I just shoot people until I get bored and then I go off stream. Uh -huh. uh, but, like, it's still, like, a thing where people hang out, they'll chat. You can kind of casually watch somebody play while you do something on your other monitor. You work, so mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I love that aspect about Planet Side, uh, where it's a like a way to hang out with people. Like it's kind of uh, like I, I've watched you play, and when you're playing the game, you're not you're not sweating hard, man. Like you're you're just you're just chilling. If you die, you die. Like it's not a big deal. I actually heard Aflick talk about this too, and he's like, you know, yeah. I mean, I could just play off stream, and I'd play better. But then I wouldn't be talking to people and it wouldn't be as fun. And it's more fun to have that, that community connection than at least for those people who self-select into streaming it is. Uh, and that's something I, I can certainly relate to. I think the older I get, the more I see online games as ways to connect with people over fun experiences as opposed to just like, you know, let's be the best gamers we can be. That seems to become less and less important over time, personally anyway. Um, I wonder if you resonate with that at all. I think it depends on the vibe of the stream. Like, I, I definitely have different modes that I get into. Okay. Like, like if they're like today and recently, it's just been a vibey mode. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't really have anything going on. Nothing's really going on with the game. Uh, I'm kind of getting really busy with real life stuff, so I don't have time to like really plan out content. Yeah. And I'm a bit burnt out from like super grinding content. Uh, but then there's content shock, dear. It's 
Planet Side RP shocked her. The uh-huh. uh, speedrunners shocked her. I miss Cletus. Complaining about something. Yeah, like there's so much. Like there, like I, Soupy, uh, another great streamer that I watched like a lot. He was one of the. He was one of the people that really made me aware that like he almost referred to me as like a one of a kind streamer when it comes to planet side. Cause I'm like the only one that actually tries to make some sort of content from right. the game. Right. Uh, rather than just playing the game, like you said, but I do get into that mode where, you know, I just play it. Like I don't like, I don't do the planet side yeah. RP. And then there is the competitive mode too. Like when I'm, when I played in outfit wars for mm-hmm. the three different teams I played for, uh, but like when <sighs> I played in outfit wars, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I played in outfit wars, like, you know, I was, I was fairly competitive. I even squad led in one of the streams and mm. was like wrangling the boys and trying to get them to, you know, Charlie squad represent, but like trying to get Ganidiot and, and, and Zangief and Lunar and Panda and TJ and all of them. Like they're all goofballs uh-huh. trying to get them to all be serious. Like, you know, it's, it, it it's, it's fun, but it's also, you know, it's, it's competitive. Like we're, we all were like in a, in the zone to win. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I'd say like I get into different bags, like we said earlier, uh, mm-hmm. getting into getting into my bag. Like, there's definitely different bags to get into, and it just depends on what it is you're trying to accomplish in the stream itself. Mm-hmm. What do you think you're trying to accomplish? Like right now, or like in general? Because it's a day by day thing. I don't know. I so just it's, stream because the changes. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, I will for yeah. sure once I once I move into my new place and I get settled, I'll likely go back into brainstorming mode on like how to make more engaging youtube videos again yeah, yeah. more engaging stream make music again etc get into those uh but right now i'm just so busy with like just irl stuff mm-hmm. that i'm just kind of back to variety shock dude like new games are coming out this week and next week mm. so i'm just gonna be playing those whoever wants to come by come by uh i don't need like 100 viewers or anything like that like i've never really cared about my view count um so yeah, it's it's gen it's generally one of those things where it just depends on what I'm willing to put in because I mean it's just a side thing at the end of the day. Like I'm not going to kill myself or ruin my uh, what's it called? You know my my work standing when it comes to like my actual job yeah. to like make sure that I meet that seven to one a.m. time. Like people are always yeah. pinging me in my Discord like today, like he's late again. Like bro, I'm trying to fit in a shower before I start. I just got <laughs> done with work, like. And then there's like no time to just chill between work and streaming sometimes. That it's oh, just man, like, that all right, sucks. Just like, that sucks. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, for sure. So it does, it does get a bit like, I don't know, exhausting. But okay. it's like one of those things where it gets exhausting when you're about to get into it. But uh-huh. then once you're there, it's just like, I mean, I was going to do ramps. this exact thing anyways. Mm-hmm. I was just going to sit here and do whatever I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But the only difference is now there's a light and a camera in front of me. And that's it. Like all these lights behind me, they stay on all the time. Like the posters don't move, the guitars don't move. Honestly, kind of sad that they don't move. I don't really use them as much anymore because I don't know. I've been playing acoustic more. Uh, but yeah, like all this stuff just kind of stays here. And then when I'm done, I just turn the light off, turn the camera off, and then I don't go anywhere. I'm just like here still. So got it, got it. That's great, man. Yeah, and I think one of the from watching you, one of the strengths of that approach, and I is the authenticity really reads like that, that that's that's the most i think valued currency when it comes to streaming is can you show people something that they recognize in themselves and that they and that they believe you when you when you bring it um mm-hmm. and there's a lot of i think uh in the world of twitch where the, the line between performance and real life can be kind of hard to understand at times 
um, people who can do that, like the way you do it, are are really uh, really important and do a lot for communities like Planet Size. I think. Um, just my personal take. But no, speaking for of sure. things, there are definitely uh, just to kind of build on that point. Like there are please. definitely streamers that kind of go on that like authenticity route where it's like I want to just be myself. Mm-hmm. And then there are streamers who kind of like put on a character, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like you know, like Doctor Disrespect is probably like one of the biggest yeah, people who does he's that. A big example. Yeah, yeah, like he doesn't do that. And like even the small examples, like like our, I think Arshi's another good example, honestly, where it's like you know he's not shout casting when he's home alone, going like <laughs> I'm pouring the milk. I the like, cereal comes in next. Like and the I like echo, to imagine like, that like, though. Yeah, yeah. Like as much Ladies as like, gentlemen, like, yeah, it's even, time to get out of bed. Yeah, like. <laughs> it's stuff like that like it's it's okay to have a character there's nothing yeah, negative yeah. about that um but I, I don't Archie, know. Like, by I the even... way he's kind of like the master of ceremonies for the for planet side in some ways like his work. yeah he's 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 for sure like one of those one of those people that engages a different part of the community too yeah that i've never really been able to engage because i'm too like i don't know i'm not like professional enough like it, a lot of people like that kind of content mm-hmm. where it's like mm-hmm. you know the the button up shirt the tie the the like the the no cursing the i don't know there's like a there's a definitely a market for that and you can see it like in his view count um but alternatively for me like i'm just like i mean like you play with your pajamas on i'm playing with my pajamas on like i'm not going to try and put up an act sort of thing uh but i've i have like characters obviously like cletus uh-huh. is a good one with rp um even like like when i go like and now we're gonna get started with like i have like this like announcer type thing yep, that i yep. haven't really been doing much anymore because there's nothing really to announce honestly but uh like those are kind of like the two things that i do but majority of the time i'm just like this um and i think uh, a lot of I, I can i call them my old frogs the people the pre-outfit wars frogs and then the uh-huh. post-outfit wars frogs uh-huh. um they know me for that so like yeah they they know me for just like doing whatever i want whenever i want it and that's interesting because now a lot of the new frogs who've come from outfit after outfit wars mm-hmm. are like why is he not complaining about the game or like why is he not being mean to rel or etc like a lot of people uh-huh. resonated with me being negative but I was only being negative because the thing I was being negative about, I did not like. But then uh-huh. now there's nothing to be negative about. They're like, man, he changed. I'm like, I was always what like this. I don't, I don't. Yeah. It's like, why is he being nice to Rel? It's like, I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I was not being mean to him in the first place. Like, I was just like, I just didn't like the thing that was the main focus. Um, there's, there's some kind of yeah. an interesting comment to be made there about there being a market for being mean to Rel. I'm not sure what it is. There is. 100%. People have unfollowed my channel and have blocked me now because, like, I'll have them on the stream and then I'll be like, you know what, Rel? I really like what you did with this. Be like, I can't, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I hate him. Like, one of the, like, one of the speedrunners who played in the charity tournament doesn't follow me anymore because, again, like, I'm not being toxic. So I'm like, dang. Like, again, like, people are so, they are so into, like, just ragging on people, whether it's worse players. Or worse, uh, or, or people that they don't like, they're the undesirables in their pool that they just mm. don't want to consider exist, uh, and and that they, maybe they look to me as like the the bridge between the two, where I was just like bringing in people and sh- like shooting them down or whatever. But in reality, it was just like if you, if you recap You're what just I did, being in the moment. Well, I wasn't even just being in the moment. Like I, I don't regret anything I said because I didn't say anything mm-hmm. outside of my own persona. Like I was mad that people weren't denouncing behavior. When it came to the 
the pigs are 18 throw. Mm-hmm. I was pissed off about somebody calling me racist. And then I didn't like the game mode. Once all of those things subsided, I, I'm not going to like, and those all directly kind of impacted me mm-hmm. because they were like based around the game. Mm-hmm. But now when it comes to stuff like, like, I don't know, like the most recent thing I can think of is like serious hopping out of the obs camp. Like yeah. I wasn't like, this is absolute. Oh! Like I was just reading about it. Cause it, I don't know. It didn't really affect me outside of me and him both have obs cam access. Mm-hmm. And I was told to not do the thing he did. So I was just like, Oh, let me read more about what he did. Yeah. So I can just like, I don't know, just know what's going on. Yeah. And then so when I'll- I talked to rel about it, a lot of people were like, well, why didn't he, why is he not yelling at rel about not taking away his obs cam? Like, I don't know. People were constantly thinking that I will be that bastion of, of hope for them to yell at rel and maybe <sighs> get him to get mad. But that's just not me, bro. I don't know. It's fascinating. Okay. So, most people watching this are going to know this, but for those who don't, Rel is the lead game designer of Planet Side 2, and he's he's around. Like He could be watching this stream right now. It's pretty likely, actually. Uh, <laughs> what's up, Rel, by the way? And um, uh, he, there has been this, this phenomenon in the community discussion, especially on the subreddit for a long time, about uh, really, really, really uh, taking it out on Rel. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, there's, I think, healthy debate to be had about what things are good and what things are bad, but the cult of anti-personality seems to be pretty real in his case. And uh, I think it's a bit rough. Uh, I, I, I hate to see it. Uh, the whole idea that someone would unfollow you because you didn't rag on, rag on him uh, really, really sticks out at me. And I think it's disappointing. I wonder, I wonder one of the things I, I think about is how a community, how a phenomenon like this enters a community, you know? And what can you do about it? I don't know the answer, but um, like, there's all kinds of interesting ways that communities sort of eat each other as they get older in video games. I I played a few other older online games, and this is pretty common. Like, uh, first first it's about enjoying the game, and then it's about being mad about the game, and it's about about being mad at other people who play the game for different reasons. Like, there's this this uh, this sort of um, phenomenon that occurs, and I think probably it's not among most players. I think it's probably edge cases that that stand out, but because um, the the conversation around around a game is driven by the people who show up to have these conversations, it just, they just seem outsized. Like um, the serious observer cam incident that happened a few weeks ago, right? We saw a whole community uh, community response that was basically kicked off by a handful of of uh, of memers trying to, I think. Uh, push the conversation in a way that deflected deflected responsibility away from people who were acting in ways that uh, I think were not really defensible, uh, and that specifically people who were trying to ruin the fun of other of other players, and not in a way that's like, oh, this is the way Planet Side is supposed to be played, but more in a way like I'm here to fuck with people. I don't know, uh, and I'm not talking about what's within the rules and what's without the rules because what we value and what is right and what is wrong. It's not de- it's not determined by what's legal, like legality and what is what is good, aren't necessarily the same thing. So true, true. Anyway, I'm just just flapping no, the gums at this point. What do you think? It's like a gray area where I could understand both sides. Where it's like one side is you know stream sniping, I guess. Mm-hmm. Even though I was told by like them that they weren't, but like I I don't know, like the argument of stream sniping or not, it's like it's such a hard thing to prove because you can essentially go into this anonymous mode if you have BTTV and then just not show up as a viewer, for example. 
Um, but then alternatively, like the other side getting mad about, you know, acting outside of the the bounds of what you should be allowed to do as a player. Like I could understand that argument as well. That's why I was so intrigued by it because it was like I couldn't fully disagree or fully agree with either side. Yeah, it was great. Um, yeah. Yeah. And like the biggest thing that was, I was just like, I, I can't, I don't understand running event on a live server mm-hmm. where it's outside of like something as simple as like the Halloween event. Like you kill the pumpkins and then you get the things and then you win the event mm-hmm. and you get your title. Um, but like when it's like a, an event where it's supposed to emanate the live server, but the, or simulate the live server, excuse me. But then with caveats of like, you know, giving out breaks or free things or, yeah. you know, stuff like that to the bigger streamers. <clears throat> yeah. I can see why a resentment would pop up from another side of the community that, you know, is like, oh, well, we hate this, the the SMU store. And, that, and the only reason they're turning it off now is because the big streamers don't like it or whatever. So it's like I can understand why, like, hatred could pop up there. But then again, the other side of it is like, I don't I don't understand the the person that is so willing to farm a response from somebody else that they would go to the lengths of just like i don't know desperately like watching someone for hours on end trying to follow them around um and it's really just based on the person like i personally don't get stream sniped much because like i don't care mm-hmm. and they know they won't get a response from me like if i get killed by someone i know like i barely like i always just sl- like slam the escape button once i get killed because i just want to respawn and keep playing you don't like, i don't want to be any- in the menus yeah. But it's not it's not even that. It's not like I don't want to give them any credit. No, I'm like I'm playing. I don't I don't care. I don't care who killed me. It could have mm-hmm. been uh, somebody I know or some BR3 that just started playing the game. Like I, I just don't care. I don't want to be in the menus. I want to be playing the game. Mm-hmm. Uh but then there are other people who have to comment about every single death they've had. They need to talk about how every single death has an excuse around it. Uh-huh. Where it's like, "Well, this guy was using this thing. Oh, the hit detection. Oh, it's this, it's that." Mm-hmm. And uh they're not playing right. I think they're using cheese. Yeah, 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 and that's mm-hmm. that's honestly the average Twitch streamer in Planet Side. If you outside of like the top like ten or fifteen, if you keep scrolling and you go through the rest, it's like, well, this shitter killed me because blah, 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 blah. and this shitter killed me because he's using air to ground. Or it's like, all right, bro, mm-hmm. you died. Keep playing. Like, I'll get mad about occasional deaths, especially if it's like hit detection based, because yeah. like I, I, it was happening to me today. I was like, I was shooting people, and I just wasn't getting hit markers, and I'm assuming it was just due to the lag of multiple people shooting me. At yeah. the same time, yeah. So I was just like, "Man, this hit detection." That's but then even then, I just kept going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Copium is a really good way to <laughs> to summarize it, where it's like they need some they need some sort of thing to keep them going. Otherwise, they'll be considered a bad player, and that is the opposite of what they've been telling themselves. Yeah, I think I think Planetside's a hard game to defend your ego in in a lot of ways. Like it's it's kind of built to check your ego because there's I'd so say yes and no. Okay. It depends on it depends on again like how far are you based or are you woke? Like I don't know. Like highly based planet side gamers will always have an excuse. Oh, it was this. It was that. Oh, the server's just trash today. Right. Oh, but the server yesterday was popping off. <laughs> and then and then there's like the woke gamers, I guess, who are just like the game is the way it is. Like you can have an ego, but if you're gonna base it around your in-game performance, that sort of thing ebbs yeah. and flows by so many factors that aren't even in your control. Yes. Like the continent that's unlocked, the factions that have the more pop. Are you gonna play the one that has a Q or are you gonna play the one with lower pop? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So and then usually the one with lower pop has worse fights because they're getting zerged on and a lot of people are logging out. 
what bases are the ones that are there and which ones are not? Like, are you fighting at the good ones that complement your gameplay? Are you fighting at the ones that can get air to grounded really easily? Mm-hmm. So it's like all these factors that aren't in their control. And then they, you know, that they, they use that as either their advantage and say, well, it was this face. Well, it was this server. Well, yeah. it was this person. Yeah. Or they do the opposite and then they just go, I mean, it's a bad draw, bad RNG. Like, it is what it is. So, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I attract more people who are just like, yeah, it is what it is. Right. Yeah, it's about like there's a aspect like locus of control there where are you gonna are you gonna be upset because you screwed something up? Like maybe you didn't place your crosshair well, maybe you weren't paying attention, maybe there was something you had control over that you didn't do well. Or are you gonna base your state of mind on whether air to ground shows up, on whether someone pulls a max, on whether someone uses a shotgun? Like if you base your how much you enjoy the game around that, like you're kind of fucked. For sure. Yeah, it's I think locus of control is a really good way to kind of summarize it. It's like, do I make things happen or do things happen to me? And a lot of people kind of think it's like, oh, well, I'm just a victim. I just I can't catch a break. This game's just so bad. It's like, then stop playing it. All right. Get over it. Either get over it or stop playing it. And that kind of goes back to the rel thing. People constantly use him as like something to like a like target practice dummy. And mm-hmm. then like I was almost using him as that too, but mostly because I was again critiquing the the quality of his work when it came to the Alpha Wars thing. But now that like, you know, the containment site, although I might be getting a little bit jaded by it, and I do have a preference of Biolabs over it, it's mm-hmm. content that caters to everyone that everybody can enjoy. Mm-hmm. It's not locked off to like anybody in the one percent where it comes to like outfit leaders with mm-hmm. access to outfit resources. Mm-hmm. And it's a good sign because it's you know brand new assets. It's not the same copy pastas that yes. we've been seeing before. Yeah. So what am I supposed to attack him by? Just say fuck you because I'm mad. I'm not mad. I don't have a reason to be mad. And it's like I was like this martyr of being mad because of outfit worries. Mm-hmm. The afterwards, it's like a lot of people are like he's changed he's been <laughs> he's been bought out by rel rel gave him an observer cam and jaeger perms and now he's being good now he's got I like i don't have a re- balls yeah it's like i don't ha- i don't have any reason to be mad like if mm. he makes like something that i genuinely despise then uh, then sure yeah i'll be like you know what this is bad for the game like if he like deletes infantry and makes it so we all have to play like tanks but he's not gonna mm-hmm. do that like mm-hmm. I, so and then even then i don't hate him a lot of people thought I hated Rel. Like Rel's a cool guy. Like mm-hmm. I've talked to him off stream before. I talked to him mm-hmm. in my when again when I did the Aflux Doctor podcast back in I think it was October or July when he came on. It was one of the two. I don't know why I'm confusing the two months. Very different months. But um, when he came on, we talked beforehand. Super chill guy. Just talked about a lot of stuff off the record. Yeah. Then afterwards, we we talked for like another 30, 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just like a vibey dude. Like he's yeah. He, he started playing the game. The same way we all did. He logged in, played it, and then now the fact that he's made it from player to content creator to content creator—that's like a crazy ass game. story. That's a crazy. Yeah, story. yeah. It's like people are at this point. Like I'm just convinced that people are just—they're disrespecting the drip. They're just—they're not—they're not—they're not respecting the fact that uh, like he got his bag, and other people are. I don't yeah. know. They're like, well, maybe I—I I should have been the lead dev- developer. It's like, yeah. all right, dude, stay, I mean, stay, stay in your. I mean, the, the the funny thing is, if like a, a lot of the the critique you hear about Rel is about you know how he is, is based on who he was before he be, he was hired on, which is a YouTuber, and they say, oh, a YouTuber made this decision or something like that. But the 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 reality that that paints, if you accept that, is that you can be the lead designer of a planet side. It could have been you. It could have been any of us who Glad did what he wasn't. did <laughs> and made those connections. 
I mean, I've made that joke as Cletus where I was like, they hired a goddamn YouTuber. But like, again, like when it comes to like your, your track record or your resume, like having good ideas, like you don't have to have years of experience to have good ideas. No, like people who make good songs don't have 10 years of experience making songs and that's why they make it. It's it's actually it's okay, manifesting so, the ideas. It's a pain in the ass. That's what they that is. For. We can talk about that. I think that is. I think something that would be a disadvantage to to something like being a lead game designer, for example. Okay. But then also being like a content creator coming from like a background that isn't necessarily mm-hmm. a video game mm-hmm. development. Mm-hmm. So my assumption is, and then at the same time, like he didn't just come on as lead game developer. Right. If my understanding is correct, because I was away, I didn't come back to Planetside till twenty twenty. No, he started uh, as a contractor, my- like helping out with random stuff. And then I think he kind of did like some almost borderline community management stuff where he was like outreaching to the community a lot, uh, while also like being a part of the team and learning about like the constraints yeah. of the yeah. engine and the map creator and stuff like that. So when I think about it like that, like if you don't come from a background of video game development and you kind of just get thrown in, I can see where disadvantages pop up there. But when it comes to be like being the idea guy, being the person that kind of manages what comes first what comes next etc like i don't know i don't think that necessarily you don't need uh the 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 whole i have to be a coder to do that or a designer like that can draw like cool pictures or 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 something like that like i think anybody that can have any sort of sense of management of a of a major project can do his job it's just whether or not they can do it effectively or not because I think about it specifically with him making YouTube videos and like I have experience now editing videos as well. You have all these different clips, all these different things you want to say, this entire message that you want to convey and properly doing that is a pretty hard job. And then his ability to do that and become the biggest Planetside 2 YouTuber by, you know, not only marketing himself, obviously, but making a good product made me not super like, oh, they hired Rel. Why would they do that? I don't know. Like, I don't see I don't see how the hatred kind of matches the uh i guess the, the, the actual evidence yeah like the re- reality of it where it's yeah, like he was basically a project manager just in the sense of being a youtube video uh youtube youtuber excuse me mm-hmm. and then now being a video game developer it's like sure he might not have the years of experience but again he still has that management experience of he had an idea he had a project he managed all the different aspects of it and tied mm-hmm. it together to mm-hmm. make it something that's consumable yeah and you know, game design is one of those funny things. I know, like, in the modern era, you can go to school for it, but it used to be there was no clear path to it. Like, um, Matt Higby, who was the creative director of Planet Side 2, when it was under development and released and had a much bigger team making it, um, started this QA for SOE, for Sony Online Entertainment, and he worked his way up. Like, how how different is that from what Rel did? Like, yeah, maybe the timescales are different. The circumstances were certainly different. Um, you know, Rel had to make his job happened during a time where Planet Side had less than a handful of people working on it for multiple years, which I can scarcely imagine. I can scarcely imagine that challenge and the the firewall that developers deal with where they can't be honest with the people who play their game about the circumstances that they're in. Because you just can't. Because your words represent a company and represent a product. And you just can't level with people one-on-one the way you, you would like to. I mean... I, I know you, you do contract work, Shocker. I'm sure you run into it too in your in your your day job where you I'm just still can't... not into it. <laughs> but like yeah, I, I mean I it's there's a just because 
like you don't necessarily have like a PhD in planet side or whatever, or a PhD in coding, whatever code language they code in doesn't mean that he can't learn. Like that's like when I was watching him, like he had a stream a while ago where he was like making one of the bases. On yeah. SMU. I saw that he was doing some base design. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, that doesn't look like it's that hard to learn how to just do. But what's the hard part is the critical thinking and making a base that actually works, yeah. which is less about going to school and more about playing the game. And who has played the game more than him? A very small percentage of people. Right. So I, I, I don't know. When I was looking at it, I just it, I felt like he was playing like Halo 3 in Forge World or something like that. Or Halo Reach, like flying around, making like a base and a, and a map so he could like share it with yeah. his friends. But in reality, it was like making the next update for Planetside. Yeah. Um, and it, it doesn't look like, again, this very small specific things that people complain about are less about the job being hard technically, but more being a hard part, I think, conceptually. Like, how do you make a good place? How do you make a good base in planet side rather yeah. than, oh, I can't put the walls together. It's, it's less about that and more about like, what are the lanes? Where do people come from? How do the different domains interact with each other? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I, I said before I had like very small faith because of the previous smir update there was like smir 1.0 2.0 and then now we're on Mm 3.0 like 2.0 was a downgrade in my opinion from 1.0 but now this is like them fixing a lot of the mistakes that they made so you like the new new smir with the latest update i'm like i like it more Mm -hmm. i mean i still prefer the first one Uh, and maybe it's my like nostalgia kicking in but i don't know like there were so many bases that i enjoyed fighting at Mm. and i did like a whole video of like you know i liked i think like 30 plus bases in Mm 1.0 and then it dropped down to like six of them Mm -hmm. um and i was trying to be as objective as possible where i was like every time i thought of a base there's like always something Mm -hmm. it's like oh well a tank can shoot me from this hill or if air to ground shows up or if there's too many people here (laughs) the base turns into an absolute mess so yeah they're for sure fixing things and they're being super super cool with being in the chats and kind of getting feedback from people like some mm-hmm. of the eli force pass changes and the uh jaeger's fish changes were mm-hmm. like rel in my chat talking to me and also reading the chat mm-hmm. and like you know shave down the mountain behind the spawn point so that yeah. riders could go up there yeah, hell yeah. Um, added more cover more options like it, it was mm-hmm. it was cool adding the spawn points in the containment site those were other ideas that kind of yes. like popped up in my chat that was a great and like you know that might have also popped up in another chat but like still that's him taking feedback from the community it's not just yeah. my community that he's taking yeah. it from yeah my 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 impression of talking with people who do game design is that um ideas are the easiest part of the job and what's actually difficult about design is creating good game design within the constraints and within the scope of whatever you actually have the power to do so you know, one of the most notorious updates for Planet Side 2 is the Combined Arms Initiative. Um, regardless of what you think of it, and I don't have a strong opinion about it either way, um, it, my understanding is that that update was born of the fact that there wasn't enough horsepower on the Planet Side team to do any other meaningful work on Planet Side other than change, than try to improve the game by changing the way damage, damage worked. Um, and I think a lot of the time that the, the constraints that the developers like RHEL are put in put under which are totally opaque to us but which can be guessed at through certain contextual clues are totally neglected when evaluating the, the success of a person's work and this is why i don't like to boil down the 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 quality of the work being done to any to any one person's contribution it's it's an unfair reduction of circumstances like let's say that i ask you to 
me think of an example. I ask you to bake a cake, right? And I know that you're going to need X number of eggs to bake the cake. But I only give you half the eggs, but you still have to make the cake. When you make a cake that's shitty, that's compromised, is it really your fault? Or were you just in a situation where you, were, where you had a request that you had to deal with that was, that was just too difficult? And you had to get something out and you made the, you made the best of the situation. And I don't get a sense that we have ever seen an update from Planetside in the last few years that was unadulterated vision that was expressed to its, its full intent. And I think that's the case with most games that have, that have live services updates. And it makes me have a fundamentally sympathetic attitude towards the developers individually, but I still think it's necessary to hold the companies accountable who produce these updates. So when I see people hating on, on Rail, I, I don't understand why they're not hating on RPG or on Daybreak. Like, that's who you should be pissed off at. You should be pissed off at the publishers, at the people who aren't al allowing new hires. They're doing hiring freezes, and who, who are pouring resources from the Planetside project to another project, you know? Don't, don't know if that's happening now, but we know it's happened in the past with Planetside Arena and that kind of stuff. Like, that stuff should enrage you. The fact that an update that goes in is not perfect shouldn't enrage you. That's... That's just my opinion. Yeah, I think uh, the reason why people are, you know, they use Rel is because historically he responds. Yeah, he's and again, there. I think it, it goes back to yeah. the same argument as stream sniping. You know, people want to beat the response. It's like it's validation. Yep. It's like again, it's the biggest reason, the biggest reason I think why, like again, I don't really get targeted for a lot of the stuff that a lot of other streamers do. It's just because like I just don't care. Like, you I, I really don't. Yeah, you roll with it. Like, yeah, you, you're cool. like, yeah, yeah. Like I got stream sniped to the point where I turned it into content. I was like, all right, everybody, pull galaxies and try to kill that me. That fucking video was so high quality, man. I was rolling at that yeah. video. That was so good. Yeah. Shout out anchors for editing that. He's edited a lot of videos for me. He's very oh, very yeah? talented. Okay. Yeah, anchors. Hell he's yeah. fucking sick. Um, and I think he he really he really succeeds in the environment of giving him content and then just bringing it down and then adding like that YouTube pizzazz to it, you yeah. know, like music, sound effects, stuff like the that. Little memes and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 Cause he used to do projects with a flick, but mm -hmm. a flick is more of a, a clip kind of YouTube. So okay. he'll get like a clip from stream one, a clip from a different stream, another clip. And it's mm -hmm. like, combine all this and make it something like consumable. Make That's like impressive. a lot of legwork. Yes. Yeah, and it's like, and it's almost like, it's almost like it's cool, but make it funny or like make it cooler, etc. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, you know, he gets the kill streak, but it's like make it look cooler than it is like just by default. Or like, yeah. I did something funny, make it funnier by like doing an edit to it. Yeah, and it, it puts a lot of the burden on the editor. Yeah, where I think the burden should be like on me, the content creator. I should be funny. You should just have to put it together to make it consumable. Mm -hmm. And once I've started, once I started doing that with him um because i edit my youtube videos and then i also give him some of them too okay um and uh i, I essentially like contract him like I'll, I'll like we have like a essentially like a like a, i want to call it a wage but like uh I'll, he'll invoice me after the shock your business love it yeah yeah i'm yep shocked your llc it is a thing uh <laughs> uh yeah so like he definitely succeeds under those uh the, those environments where it's like it's all there already just bring it down and then do whatever you want after. And I give him as much, like he can do literally nothing to it or he can do a bunch of stuff to it. And then it, it just comes out like good every time. And like, mm -hmm. 
the thumbnail he made was really good. I don't know. It was just a solid good video. Mm-hmm. Um, but trying to make consistent content like that in Planetside is difficult. Uh, just because it's, again, there are so many factors that I can't control personally. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, like generating good content in a sandbox game like this. Yeah, where you can't control the factors. But I think just making any kind of consistent content that people want to watch is hard. It gets this hard to find an audience and to find a pro- like a sort of production line for getting it printed out. Um, it depends on the canvas, I call it, that you use. Okay. Like, Planetside is the canvas, right? And then I'm the one making the art out of the canvas. Uh-huh. Like when I first started doing, when I started doing Planetside RP with Cletus, uh-huh. and I was like, well, goddamn, brother, we're going in. And I'm yelling <laughs> in prox chat. No one knew who I was. Like I was just like, I was 15 viewers, I think, uh-huh. 15 to 20. And it was just like, again, like same old frogs that still hang out now. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, yo, that's really funny. And I was like, I, I gave myself, my New Year's resolution was to get, by the end of the year, get a thousand subs on YouTube and then be a Twitch partner. I was not expecting to get Twitch partner this fast. I was expecting to not get it at all, actually. But <laughs> like, I was like, okay, I'm going to start editing YouTube videos. So I edited it together and I brought it down. It was like two hours of me screaming. I brought it down to like 13 minutes mm-hmm. and I posted it and a lot of people liked it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just started doing it every Monday. But then by the time I was on, I think I got to episode six. When I got to episode seven, I just couldn't join a platoon and them not know it was me. Right. And the anonymity behind it was what made it funny. Yeah. Like yeah. people not knowing who I was and just hearing me like say like, and react well, goddamn brother. Yeah. The only six pack I got is in the fridge. You're like, oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> like, who's this guy? He's a good time. And then they go, oh, he's the streamer. And then they're like, oh, it's Shockter. And then afterwards they're like, oh, hey, Shockter, whenever I joined the platoon. And like I tried uh, doing it on a different <laughs> server, it just doesn't hit the same. Like all the other servers yeah. are kind of dead whenever I play. Yeah. And uh, tried doing it on different factions, different accounts, and I don't know, just too many people watched it, and it it just kind of died. Yeah. Um, so again, like the canvas was there. I used it till I ran out of paper, and then now I have to find new paper. Like, and mm-hmm. it's like Outfit Wars was the next thing, and then after that was Speedrunners. So let's talk about speedrunners and let's talk about your your April um charity initiative. I would love to hear you hear more about that. How did all that get started? I was driving home from hanging out with my friend Lori. <laughs> She's a great person. I've been friends with her for a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh at that time, uh it was snowing like really, really bad. And I dropped her off and I was just like, I don't want to crash. So I'm gonna just well that's stupid but i drove home but i was like because i didn't the snow wasn't down yet it was falling so i still had time to go home so i was like i'm gonna go home now and she was like all right cool so on my way home i was driving and i was like there was some guy like zooming down the highway and he Mm -hmm. crashes behind me he doesn't hit me obviously but he crashes behind me i was like dang this guy's speed running like what is he trying to be like he's trying to beat a clock or something right now and then I don't know. I was just like in this like this mindset of like like I was trying to think of like what's the next thing I'm gonna do. Uh-huh. Like Alpha Wars isn't sustainable, mm-hmm. but like I I have this platform right now where I've amassed a large amount of people. Like I was getting like a hundred viewers just playing by myself <laughs> and not really doing anything because people wanted to see like what the next thing was gonna be. Like what's the next thing that's gonna happen? Yeah, on your stream. So I was just thinking about it. And I remembered at that time I was really into a Twitch streamer called Simply. 
He's a he's a former world record holder for Mario speedruns. Okay. And uh, Super Mario 64. And uh, he runs these like celebrity type tournaments where he gets like like bigger streamers that aren't necessarily that good at speedrunning, but they're they're proficient enough to like not suck. Okay. And he brings them on, both stream their POVs, and then they try to beat the game first. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking about it planet side wise. I was like, what is something that people always talk about? They talk about their KPMs. Yep. They talk about their KPH. In one hour, I got X amount of kills. Mm-hmm. What's well, like, oh, well, in that same hour, I got this amount of kills. And then I was like, what if two people just like put it to the test and like just saw like right then and there, given the exact same factors, same continent, same faction, same everything, who would win in that specific scenario? Mm-hmm. And I was like, screw it. Let's try it. So I had uh, Smellborp, one of my mods, and I had Gumbo, uh, one of the players in PIL, and then also Father Time because Smellborp's internet sucks. Um, <laughs> and it was like a pixelated mess. Uh, I had them go against each other, and I had to run two instances of a recursion. But if you've ever used recursion, you know you can only launch it once. So I had to download another software that let me open it in a sandbox. Uh, it was literally a sandbox. Yeah. And then I had two overlays where it was just the kills part underneath right next to me on each side. It was like mm-hmm. one here and then one here under each player. Mm-hmm. And they went at it and it took them like 45 minutes to get like 100 kills or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like it was fun, like yelling and making fun of like, like, oh, look, Gumbo like couldn't kill that guy. He mm-hmm. couldn't bait people hard enough. Like, a lot of people were laughing and like I just I enjoyed it. So then I leveraged uh, a lot of other people who like actually have like coding talent and like design talent <laughs> to make it not look bad. So I, I hit up Turtle, who previously made the 6v6 script mm-hmm. uh, for Planetside, like the one they use on Jaeger for PIL and stuff. Yeah, for the infantry him, uh, leaks. For sure. And I was like, can you make it so that instead of the clock going down from 15 minutes, can it go up until forever? Yeah. In, in perpetuity until somebody ends it. And can the end state be somebody getting 100 kills? Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, that's easy. And he gave it to me literally the same day. I was like, <laughs> boom. That, that was like the biggest liftoff moment because yeah. you could make a rule set and then it would track everything point based. So like if you mm-hmm. killed me with like a vehicle, it wouldn't count. But if it was infantry, it would. Then after that, uh, Orion the Mighty got involved and he made it actually look good. He made the overlay. I gave him, I, I like assisted in making the logo, but I didn't actually mm-hmm. draw the logo. It was just like one of my emotes mm-hmm. of like the fish going to war with the helmet and the, the M4 or whatever. Uh, but he made like literally everything else, the leaderboard, the player cards. And then lastly, uh, Varunda came in uh, and he's known for like just kind of making everything look even better. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he came in and he he coded in a lot of like the advanced analyticals, I call them, powered by Varunda. Oh, like the graphs and, and, all, and all the numbers and graphs, stuff? Yeah. Dude, that yeah. shit had so much value. Yeah. Shout out to all those guys. For sure. And I was really just like a project manager of it yeah. where it was like like i knew i wanted this thing mm-hmm. but i wanted to gauge the feasibility of it while also gauging the viewability of it mm-hmm. so it's like can you do it and then can i put it into the stream without it being extremely distracting from right. what you're actually trying to watch yep um so my my role in it was obviously you know making the ideas for example and like managing what it was, what came in and what didn't but then also making it to that whenever the person was actually watching the stream, they would see the stuff that they want to see, but then also see the supplementing stuff as well. The biggest thing that I, my favorite thing that we did for the entirety of it was again, that graph with all of the different stats 
where the the two POVs remain stationary, mm-hmm. and it's just the bottom part where my like my face cam is the the chat and the logo that also has like the people like if somebody donates it says like yo thanks for donating and then mm-hmm. we like shout them out uh all of that just fades out and then the graph comes in but then again everything above that remains stationary so let's say you were watching like Zyros's POV and he was in the middle of like getting like a 3k yeah. nothing gets in the way of that whereas alternatively I've seen like the the Gellos has been trying to improve on the the PIL one okay what happens okay. there is they they literally pull you away from the match by doing like this whole like closing like animation uh and it's like, like yo i was watching that and then it comes out <laughs> yeah. and then it's like this smaller screen on the side with the scoreboard on the left i was like i hate content that does that okay. like if i'm watching something do not interrupt me watching it especially yeah. if it's supplementing the thing that i am watching right so like i came in with that mindset of like i want it to be very viewable I want it to be like super awesome when it comes to seeing all the stuff that everybody does. Yep. And then lastly, the charity part of it, um, like well, I, I really wanted to do something good for the community after such a bad time of toxicity and people just like personally attacking other people from out. I have no ways. idea that was the motivation. Okay. Yeah, well, so that's one of the motivations. Like, I, I feel like a lot of people were tuning into Planet Side, being like, "What a what a toxic mess!" Yeah. Like, one of my friends, Coco, she's like, I, she's just like an actual streaming friend where I found her on Twitch, and then uh-huh. like we're just we've been friends ever since. Nice. Uh, and like she doesn't do anything Planet Side, but she'll like tune into my stream. And she'll be like, oh, "Why are these people calling you racist? Like, you're not racist, dude." I'm like, uh-huh. I, they're just like making up stupid stuff. And she's like, that game sounds like a toxic mess. I don't know why you still play it. I'm like, well, it's fun. And there's a lot of cool people. It's just this weird vocal minority. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I was like, okay, well, I'm usually like the top streamer. And being the top streamer is not a difficult thing. I'm not trying to flex that I'm the top streamer or whatever. No, I know what you mean. Uh, um, But it's, you know, I'm usually the first people, the first person a lot of people click on. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I was like, why not make that a positive thing? Mm -hmm. And then my dad died of cancer when I was nine. So I was like, well, that's something that. That's really yeah, like I'm sorry. very much, uh, yeah, I'm very much like, I guess you could say passionate about like, you know, cancer yeah. research and okay. it so that like, you know, at least people's lives don't suck when they have cancer. Like, especially with kids, it's like they use the money that like we donated to like get them video games, have like celebrities come and like, you know, their favorite like basketball player will come and then they'll like, like, whoa, I got to meet LeBron James. It's like, yeah. you know, my life sucks, but at least it doesn't suck that much. Um, so and much- and there's even negativity there. So you know, people were saying like, "What you think five thousand dollars is going to cure cancer?" I can't. And like, who, I who the that. fuck would say that? That's what I what said, bro. What the hell is wrong like, with people? So we doubled. We doubled it. We we're like, "Fuck it, we'll get ten k." Um, bro. So yeah, that they're like, that "Yes, it makes me sad." On average, it costs twelve thousand for like one shot. I was like, "I'm not trying to cure cancer. I'm just trying to at least help." Like, yeah, the goal you, for you're trying to move the general, needle. Yeah, yeah it's the goal for saying be part of the change you want to see in the world. Yeah, it's four million dollars for May. Like, I'm not gonna raise four million, but me giving them ten k is ten k from a from the planet side community. Like, I think if you'd asked if you'd asked a year ago if this if someone into on Twitch could have done this, like, there's no there was no one who could have done this. And you showing up yeah, saying I, this matters to me, being authentic, getting the speedrunners to the point where it's super watchable. And uh, I I think it's in, it, it's it's a great fantastic expression of who you are and have making a positive impact on the world and i had no idea that it was in part a reaction to the toxicity that makes me lo- love it even more and ten thousand dollars in a month 
is no joke for a community this size. Shout out to everyone who donated and fuck cancer and congratulations. It like I am sure, I'm just really pleased for the community as, as a whole that it was able to get that done and uh really respect you for for believing it. Yeah. I and it was like one of those things as well where like a lot of people they they again they try to antagonize people that I don't know if it I, I like to think that it's rooted in jealousy at least where it's like why does he get viewers why is him why 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 do, why doesn't my streamer or my why don't I get those viewers etc yeah, and they get yeah. really mad um just about like random stuff so like I was getting like accused of doing it for 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 tax purposes doing it for uh the attention doing it so that i could get partner doing it like for all these things and i was like okay like such haters man like, it's generally just people who are just mauled for no reason we're giving ten thousand dollars to kids with cancer like i i i, like, I keep being mad i keep the, the copium is strong i guess but like you're doing nothing <laughs> while me and my community are doing something stay mad like I, I don't know what else to say like yeah that's literally it so I that's, kind of, the, that's kind of the vibe that i went for it. yeah like keep doing literally nothing for not only the planet side community but just for your local community for the world community in general like yeah. you're literally doing nothing and then you're attacking me for doing something so i don't know it was it was like a weird thing but i just like i just kind of laughed it off because it's just like okay. it's just a different breed of of a human, I guess, where they just prefer to be angry about literally everything and yeah. complain about literally everything. No, I think you see that breed pop up a lot more than you'd like in old gaming communities. And uh, I'm sure it's an exaggeration to say that these are all coming from the same small group of people, but um, no, like that's the, the attraction, the, the functional anonymity that people have when they say stuff like that means that the consequences for being for saying something stupid or just kind of low whereas and, and, or, and, or none like or none they can just say something and then not get in trouble at all because yeah no one knows whereas who they like are. If, if, if someone walked up to you and your friends like on the sidewalk that to your face that would, that would go down differently I'd like the smoke i'd actually beat the shit out of them like, yeah like, we do that around here not gonna lie but uh <laughs> like yeah i i don't know yeah people people definitely try to capitalize off of this weird vibe of well no one knows who i actually am so i can say whatever i want and they act out of pocket i'll say like they would never act like that in any other circumstance yeah and yeah. uh it's even to the point that like people will donate like money to me saying something that's extremely negative and then i'll have all of their personal information their billing address their full name, etc., and I'm like, you know, I can see this stuff, right? Like when you donate money, you're not donating and an, like anonymity. There's no anonymity. Yeah, it's there. a business transaction. Like, I see, yeah, I can see literally everything. It is not a donation. It is you are giving me money for my service <laughs> of streaming, but then I'm not actually giving you anything that you would have gotten alternatively for free. So I have all of that information, and then they still think that they're like anonymous. Obviously, I'm not using that as a threat to be like I'm going to do something, but it's just insane, like the lengths that people will go thinking that mm -hmm. they're safe, but in reality, they are not at all. Yeah, they're not at all safe. So if you want to troll, gift subs instead. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I can't. There's no visibility there. There's no there visibility there. There it is for all the haters out there. Twitch.tv/slash/shocker with two R's. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> $10,000 for charity in the month of April. The speedrunners event, 
you've had done a couple of celebrities event, one that I was happy to partake in. Um, Thank you, by the way. Yeah, definitely. Like I, I think 100 kills is a little too much for someone like me to be entertained. Yeah, we might bring it down. We, we talked about it after we were workshopping, like yeah. maybe 50. Because even like when Rel did it, it took them, the second round took an hour and a half. Oh. And then the first round took a oh. little over an hour. So, and then, yeah, you and Kamikaze, you guys were playing yeah. on Connery. So yeah, that was even worse because of the pop. Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're, we were workshopping that after we're like, all right, well, when we do celebrity matches, 50 and. I have some be... ideas for you about, about those yeah, matches. Sure. Yeah. Like, so a couple things that jump out. Um, I'm, I'm going to use this platform to push my agenda. Um, Ooh, is... I got to go. Oh, <laughs> I have to go. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, like, I, I think it'd be super cool to actually like hear from the celebrities during the match like like throw curveballs their way like give them five free kills if, if they can answer a planet side trivia question or oh. uh or like throw like a fun like like bonus in there to be like the the the, the next knife kill is worth is worth 10 kills or something like that that would yeah, speed it up and it would make people play in interesting ways the next you know mana turret kill i don't know something yeah I think the the only difficulty with that is it's like it's manually tracked. Yeah, the coding so becomes own, a nightmare. I get it. Yeah, so it's like it, it would we can do it. Like Varunda coded in uh the ability to like manually increase points. Uh huh. Um, but it, it's just um. All right, Varunda says he can code that. Never mind. Hey. All right, write that one down, Varunda. It's on. All right, write that stuff down, Varunda. <laughs> time to time to dust off the old one v one admins. Yeah. Let me out of dust off the old one v one admin chat. Uh, yeah, what? like the, I love I love the people like me, Orion and Varunda uh -huh. specifically. Like th th that's the trio that made speedrunners. Like nice. I, me with nice. the idea and the management of it. Orion with the overlay ideas and making like the player cards and making it super super relatable. And then Varunda kind of taking the turtle script and just like. Mm -hmm completely revamping it putting it on its own dedicated server etc like it's yeah that trio Dude, is... that's the real community right there people who step up that's the real community sure. oh yeah oh and he wrote it from scratch sorry i meant like when i said when i said like upgraded i meant like like we went from driving like a kia soul to like a, a lamborghini or something like yeah. they both do the same thing but we we're able to like do a lot more uh yeah, it was word. suited for your We're purpose. A lot more stuff with it. Yeah, yeah. Like when you okay. have something made specifically for the task that you're trying to do, yeah. you get a lot more. I think, uh, like, it's a lot. It's more adaptable, and I think it's more dynamic than like taking something existing and then being like, "Can we make it work?" Trying to work for with this? it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That bespoke approach and having the the community comp competency around. Um, that's just that's just an awesome story, dude. Um, and yeah, uh, last idea. My last idea for speedrunners uh, is bands, like on the fly bands. One of the things I'm doing on my stream, because I like playing Light Assault, is I let my viewers pay channel points to ban Light Assault play. So I have to play something else I'm not good at. I don't know. My last idea. That'd be cool. Yeah, I think uh, so. That reminds me of there was like a Ubisoft uh, Battle Royale game that came out last summer mm -hmm. and it had chat interaction where it was like, they you added the extension to your channel and then people watching your channel i forget what it's, it was called interlude used to spam like the the, the crown that they give you hyperscape okay. that's what it was called and it had a twitch extension oh, that yeah. let you affect what was going on in the match itself uh -huh. to the people who were playing in it like the streamer and their squad like right then and there so we could probably think of something to do with like as that as well like like a poll where it's like do what do we ban heavy assault 
or or light mm-hmm. assault next mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then it would be like a something like uh well yeah i don't know if we could make it a twitch extension though verunda that's the hard part but i think uh integrating twitch api in the script all right write oh, that one down yeah people. oh this is right that one getting down. big baby yeah no no season two like we have a lot of really good ideas we've been workshopping them um so well we'll definitely pop something up and and make it we'll be upgrading it like in my tweet when i like kind of summarized everything it was mm-hmm. just like thank you to all the people who donated played in it people behind the scenes who helped me do it like at the end of it i was like it, we're coming back and it's gonna be even cooler um yeah we have like a lot of cool ideas like we've we've tried out gun game i don't think if you i don't think did you have you seen uh, us do that as well uh, so. where it's similar to like yeah, it's similar to like the call of duty game mode uh, back okay. from like black ops where it's there are 10 guns and it starts like you start with a pistol then after 10 kills you move on to the smg then after those 10 kills you move to the assault rifle and then the very ending is like the hardest part you have to get 10 kills with the crossbow 10 kills with the mana turret and then 10 kills with a knife and then the first mm. person to do all 10 guns and get the 100 kills yeah wins you gotta master so everything in order twice yeah yeah we did that twice once with the uh, once with gan and milkers and the other one with uh Leroy and Zyros and mm-hmm. it was super funny to watch like mm-hmm. you know when they get to the guns that they don't use a lot mm-hmm. like you know watching Leroy and Zyros like try to get kills with the mana turret like these are two <laughs> of the best players that are playing actively at the moment like struggling to like where do I put this piece of shit what do I do it's like oh now I'm using a crossbow it, it, it's really funny to watch and then the other idea is uh duos uh mm. where a lot of people find that the uh a lot of people are interested in playing, but they don't like the the fact the that pressure. it's like solo. Uh. Yeah, and it's 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 not really just the pressure. It's also like the amount of time. It's like I have to play for at sometimes like two to two and a half hours of Planetside yeah. in one sitting, and that can be pretty daunting of a task for a lot of the best players because they're super burnt out from the game. Mm-hmm. Like these best players play for like an hour maximum. Uh, so letting them duo with a medic, where the medic is essentially their pocket, uh-huh. and it kind of keeps their uptime. And then doing a separate leaderboard for that where, you know, the times will probably get shaved by like five to 10 minutes. If the paces are the same, like, yeah, or maybe yeah. Like five to 10, minutes, maybe like two to three minutes. Of Just time a quick pickups. Yeah. Alone. Yeah, for sure. So there's a lot of cool ideas for the game mode and it's just a matter of, you know, workshopping it, setting up the next tournament and then uh, mm-hmm. getting that going. And then also double elimination. Uh, a lot of people didn't like they had one chance and then that was it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so moving forward, having a double elimination would have resulted in like, like Leroy was the favorite of the tournament. He had the world record at the time. Once we right. started, right. he was the number one seed and he lost the very first one, uh, oh. the very first one against shrimp. So yeah. like, it would have been sick to move forward. And then he wins like the loser's bracket and loser's comes bracket. back and yeah. rematches with the person. It gives a comeback story, which like, everyone loves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So we're definitely going to think about uh, or that's more of like it's going to happen and we're aiming for summer for that. So stay tuned. Stay in the loop for speedrunners coming back. Speedrunners season two, baby. Yes, sir. I'm excited about that. That's awesome, man. And mega shout out to everyone who donated in April again to the charity. Everyone who's helping make this engineering this thing behind the scenes. All of it. It's great. It's fantastic. And the players. I also a lot yeah. of people really underestimate the value that the players themselves bring to it, yourself included. Like the <laughs> the fact that sixteen of the best people that I could find all played was huge, and then having like some people come 
and just do like random matches to also just kind of build the hype too. Uh, yeah. So shout out to all of them. Shout out to Rel too for playing Sirius, yeah. you Kamikaze. Uh, I would name all 16 of the players, but like they know who they are: Leroy, Zyros, Ryan, etc. And then uh, biggest shout out to the the winner of the tournament, Shrimp, was not even supposed to play in the tournament. Right. We had a no show. We had a no show the very first like matchup, which was supposed to be Leroy versus somebody else, uh-huh. and that person completely ghosted it. And I reached out to Shrimp because he was like, "Man, if I would have known, I would have signed up." I was like, "Here's your chance, bro. Log on in." And it was like three in the morning for him because he lives in the UK and the uh-huh. match was at like ten or something. Uh-huh. And he was just like, "Ah, it's really late." And then afterwards, he was like, "All right, I'm coming." And then he like logged in. He played. He beat Leroy, and it was like the craziest thing. So you know, shout out to him as well. And yeah, again, shout out to the viewers too, driving up the view count so that more people could see it, more exposure, people posting about it on Twitter, on Reddit. Like the people, a lot of people are think that they didn't really do much because they didn't donate but literally just being there Mm -hmm. your presence of chatting making it fun engaging participating in the channel point predictions all of that makes that environment super fun and that's value that 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 was what raised the money for kids with kids for kids with cancer excuse me Mm -hmm. so everybody should be patting themselves on the back regardless of if they physically gave money or not yeah that definitely times two for me and uh I just love seeing a game like Planet Side be able to be a platform, something like this that feels really, fre- really fresh. And I love to see communities step up and say, "Here's what we want to see, and here we're going to make it happen." Like that's that for me is the lifeblood of why why I show up. So that's season two. I'll be there watching and playing if you want. Let me know. Heck yeah, we'll have you versa like Sirius or Rel. Now we'll switch up. We don't have enough celebrities in the game. We need more. Yeah, we got to get like yeah. the late shift guys to play or something. Yeah, that'll be interesting. <laughs> well, shock, it's getting close to ten thirty. I think this is a good note to to pin it on. If you uh, if you're good, uh, I'm good to keep going. I I, I'm down to keep going. Honestly, I didn't I didn't expect to. I don't know to have no, this not, much I'm fun. Not, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying that. I I don't know. I was just expecting I would get like really antsy, but I don't know. I'm good. We can talk about yeah. more stuff. Assuming there is more stuff to talk about, I don't really. Bro, I can go. This is my thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw your tweet. I saw your tweet saying that somebody else said that your streams or your podcasts are like Lord of the Rings, and you're like, I don't know if that's a an insult Insult or a compliment. compliment. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did some content on Monday talking about a different game, and someone uh, responded to it and was like, "Dude, why would I watch this? Like, I could watch Lord of the Rings." I'm like. I guess go watch Lord of the Rings then. Yeah, you know that's actually a big thing. I I hate viewers. Yeah, I'm talking about <laughs> dude, the amount of the, the the shit that people think I care about, like you can just click away. Go, leave. Like you don't have to be here. And I think about this the same way with like that rel type thing or it's like mm-hmm. these salty angry fucking people who have this 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 fake ownership of a game. That has just really just been a thing that's housed them for free when they think that they own the house. When in reality, they're literally just sitting in a communal like space. Like the game is not yours. It's not mine. It's not theirs. Yet they constantly complain when in reality, they can just not play. Like just don't. It's as simple as that. I'm a big like I'm a big proponent of like arguing with your wallet and saying like if something is bad, I do not buy it. I do like I'm not going to buy a Bethesda game. 
Like I refuse to buy anything Bethesda because they've done me dirty. And this is how I protest. I give them no money and that's their lifeblood. If enough people agree with me, then they'll either make a better product or they'll go away. Be the change. Um, But I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go on Reddit and start complaining about how the olden times were so much better and how fallout three and new Vegas are way better. It's like, yeah, then go play those. Like or do literally any I don't know. So I, I think about it the same way with viewers. Viewers who come and they complain and they're like, "Why are you doing this when you could be doing that? Like, why are we not doing marbles? Why are you talking so long, Deeg? It's stuff like that where it's like, you don't have to be here. I'm sorry, <laughs> you just don't. But me, I'm here because this is me. You're yeah. there because this is that's you. This is what we do. We we make content. We, we stream. Sometimes I don't have any content. I just want to sit here and watch YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. You don't have to watch if you don't want to. But otherwise, again, the, the biggest way to summarize it is stay mad. Like, I don't know what <laughs> else to say to you. These guys have, like, some of the weirdest, like, emotional, like, uh, situations in their heads. Or the only outlet they have is to yell at a video game and a person making a video game. Mm-hmm. Or yell at a stream and the person streaming the stream. So, I don't know. It's I, I think the more I start to kind of grow as a streamer and i don't even mean numerically i mean just like me like an experience as a person huh. yeah the more i start to like value like my old frogs again like the mm-hmm. people who stuck around from before outfit wars to today mm-hmm. who have like days of weeks like i have one like one of my most dedicated viewers curseva has more than a month of watch time in my channel damn and and that's insane like cumulatively if you add up every single second that he's watched the stream He's watched it for a month plus. Mm-hmm. And it's it's stuff like that where it's like, and here, L Ray Zero Two, one month, four days, 18 hours. Yeah, like I cater my content for people like that. Yeah. Like who want who want to watch me, not who want to watch the drama or watch me fail or watch me get embarrassed. Like they're watching because they're having a fun time by hanging out with me. And a lot of new frogs have also like they like me. They're not there just for like the toxicity. So mm-hmm. and then they're also friends with each other. I love my favorite thing to see is like people in the chat. Like another good example, it's like Snowtrooper and Alpha. The like Snowtrooper will come in, and if Alpha's already there, or if Alpha comes in and then or and Snowtrooper is already there, like they'll say hi to each other before Aww. they even say hi to me. They, before they even say hi to Aww. me, and I love that. It's like it's like making friendships from my stream. Yeah, or like El Rey Zero yeah. joined B Way. Because I like gave him the exposure to like know about more outfits, uh-huh. and then now he has like a group of people to play with. When before he was like in a dead outfit, uh, um, yeah. so it's like it's stuff like that. Like I I really like having a community, and the more I stream, the more I guess I'm streaming not to because that's what I told you why I started streaming, mm-hmm. but why I keep streaming is almost like I feel like I'm like this the the glue of like a friendship. Like you might have been in a friend crew back in the day where like you only really hung out if that one person was there right. because they were the glue that held everything together. Yeah. I almost feel like I'm that glue for a lot of people that hang out. Um, and like if I were to not stream, a lot of people would just be like, well, I'm just going to go do something else. And then they wouldn't like yeah. have those social interactions in chat. And then like I'll see people in chat go like, yo, are you doing anything right now? And they'll be like, nah. And then they'll go play a game together. I'm yeah. like, I don't care that I lost two viewers. I'm glad that they're doing something and yeah. having a good time. So it's like building those friendships and actually having a community is way more important to me than having a hundred viewers or right. being the number one streamer or my revenue being at a certain number or me having partner. Like none of that shit really matters to me anymore because again, I'm so happy to see that there are people who will watch me go from 
planet side to watching cooking videos to playing minecraft to like just mm-hmm. doing whatever because they're down to hang out with me rather than just be like oh what's the next thing is he gonna yell at rel or say something bad about the game like i don't know so i i, I just i love that up. let's watch shocker like yes indeed <laughs> are you gonna cover this thing i get pinged on discord like every time something comes out like you gotta shit on the entertainment sites it's like, are you going to talk about that next? I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> it's not that bad. It's not, it's not the best thing ever, mm-hmm. but again, it's something that everyone can do. And you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to hate on something as long as everybody gets to experience it. Yeah. It sounds like you've made something bigger than yourself and you see the value in it and you have a measure of worth that is more central to you than things like viewers, things like subs, things like any of those metrics that 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 to you that's what drives the interest in actually showing up and doing the thing mm-hmm, for sure like i'll see um like a lot of people that stream specifically planet side mm-hmm. i think have this situation where people are watching the game and not the streamer so like you'll mm-hmm. see them play planet side they'll have you know 10 20 30 maybe even like 40 50 viewers right but then if they go play like literally anything else they'll drop to like three right, two right. one five etc I've noticed that my retention is a lot stronger because again, like people are here to hang out with me. Right. And then like, I'm here to hang out with them. Like I like interacting with chat. I like looking and seeing what everyone's saying. Like, I like seeing them. Like, like if something funny happens, like they'll use their channel points and like, go like, Oh, I lost. Or they'll spam my emotes and stuff like that. Like I, I love that stuff. And like, I'll have like a bad day and then like my day will get better because I streamed or like I'll have a good day and then I'll feel good. And then people will tell me that they had a bad day and then now they feel good because they're here. Yeah. I've got a lot of good stuff about that. So it's like, it's it's a back and forth relationship that feels like, I don't know, it it, it doesn't feel like I'm wasting my time at my desk anymore. And like, I want to do more stuff that's like relatable. So when I move out, like cooking streams and IRL stuff, like I want to do like more stuff where I can like me and kind of showcase that and have fun with people because i'm genuinely like this normally i talk a lot uh i barely give people a chance to speak (laughs) i uh i I lose train of thoughts i go talk on a different tangent then i bring it back because i still remember my first tangent Mm -hmm. like that's just always been me uh and i'm glad that you know at least somebody likes it like it went from nobody really watching to some people going like you know this guy it's kind of funny like yeah like i was always seen i was i was called scuffed a flick for the longest time because they were Oof. like you know s- smaller beard streams streams on the off hours and it's like i mean i guess but like i've been friends with a flick for years like uh-huh. I, I i'm not i'm a very different person from him uh yeah when it comes to like the different stuff we like and the different stuff we do like i've never seen <laughs> i've never seen a flick stream another game other than planet side and call of duty Warzone. dude loves and, planet side He's a big planet side advocate. Like mm-hmm. so and someone just redeemed channel points. I thought I turned this off, bro. I did. Why did it play? Sorry. Which one was it? Uh, what, yeah. what did they pick? It was a, it was a well, I can't read. <laughs> and it's like some southern uh guy running away. It's funny. I think uh, I think my favorite one of your channel point redemptions, either either the true one. I love the I love true. Oh, you shouldn't have said that, bro. And I also Let love me, the, 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 the no anime it. allowed one. That's that's good. Oh yes, yeah. that one. Just want to make sure that's off. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, if you're redeeming true, you're not getting a refund. So many people are spamming channel points. Get destroyed. Uh, yeah. So you know, like 
even that caused hatred towards me. The true thing, because people they clipped it and they just started spamming it like in all these other discords. Right. It's like somebody because it's like it's like a like a <laughs> good one, bro. But it's like a really yeah. bad joke. Yeah. Or like it's one of those things. The because the 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 situation that happened was I, I was doing like a Reddit review. I was just scrolling through Planet Side Reddit, and there was like some Titanfall, like obscure Titanfall slash planet side joke that i just didn't understand and everybody else was spamming question marks like what the fuck does this mean and i was just like oh wait guys they're gonna know we're normies and i was like <laughs> true true low double you true and then ever since that like uh i don't know it was yeah it was it just became a an absolute mess like people yeah it's a monster it it's a monster they know what yeah, the only thing that can really piss me off is me, I guess, because like I'll be chilling and then people start spamming that and I'll just get really <laughs> pissy. I'll get super mad. I'll turn them off. And yeah, I, I don't know. So it's it's for sure like the channel point rewards and the anime ones. Cool. Uh, the, all those new ones that got added were like, again, like in response to like the racism thing, because mm -hmm. it was like, you know, people were like, we'll change it. And I was like, well, one, I don't it's not racist. And mm -hmm. two low-key we've had these for months let's change them anyways mm -hmm. and then we made like a whole new refreshed batch of them so that was kind of mm -hmm. cool mm -hmm. um so yeah i the channel point rewards are super fun uh you do like channel point predictions uh like people love gambling in my chat because the channel points like have value like a lot of people try again they try to i've noticed this a lot like people try to copy or like emanate like what other streamers do but then they fail to see why other like people actually uh -huh. like tune in or to see why you would want channel points in the first place so like like you'll run a channel point prediction but then if you don't have anything to do with the channel points it's just like there's no value behind it right. but now it's like there's value behind the channel points because if i have enough i can spam true five times in a row and piss off the streamer and ruin his day <laughs> and that's like that's more than like like some people would take that over just getting ten dollars for free uh -huh. like just pissing me off like and, and that's that's good like i'm glad that they're, they're down to do that like they don't, they're not being toxic in a negative sense but yeah it's like pope says he can spam 56 trues right now like oh, if he man, wanted the power to. the power yeah it's like that is a lot I'm like only that five is... times question mark yeah so it's <laughs> like that uh it's stuff like that and then uh yeah for sure it's adding value to things and giving people like a reason to watch outside of obviously just sitting there and hanging out yeah. with me there's almost like a meta behind it where it's like if i get enough channel points i can 1v1 shofter or i can get vip in the chat or i can just spam these low cost things and there's people who are playing the long con there's mm -hmm. people who are playing the short game mm -hmm. there's people who just follow to get the quick points and then do one thing and then leave like there's all these different metas in the chat well you know i'm just playing a game like i don't even realize it i'm just doing whatever i do yeah yeah the layers of content are thick so tell me how do you like you said that a lot of people don't like understand what the points are for how they figure into the content how do you figure out what kind of content is right for your your channel that's a, that's like a soul searching question where it's like yeah. what kind of person are you like if i was to like a, a lot of people reach out to me for advice about streaming yeah whether it's like technically, like here's my internet speed, here are my specs, like what sh settings should I do? Or like, I guess personally or like conceptually, mm -hmm. like what should my stream be like? Um, like down to like the colors. How do you respond and to those the, people? I, I give them feedback. I mean, yeah. I have no reason to like, I, I don't see really anybody as competition anymore. Mm -hmm. I used to. I genuinely did used to think of like, 
like I need to stream at these specific time slots because these are historically empty time slots right so that i can maximize my viewership and then nobody will be able to take it because none of the other big streamers are like, like i Those used aren't to really think converted like, viewers though they aren't really loyal to you so yeah, yeah. as soon yeah. as the person goes live they leave they're only there yeah. for the moment so for sure so I, I stopped thinking that way and i started thinking more in the sense of like why would i watch myself like mm -hmm. why like if i was bored and let's say I'm writing up like a paper or I'm working overtime and like I'm like I'm grinding out work and I can't log in and play myself. Mm -hmm. Why do I watch the streamers that I watch? And it's really down to like chat engagement, mm -hmm. storylines, like mm -hmm. making it seem like the stream has something going on. Like what's going to happen next? I really want to see it. Mm -hmm. And then also a sense of like victories like in the chat like making it seem like you can win something whether it's okay. getting a prediction right or winning at marbles or uh getting like conv convincing me like gaslighting me and and make and making me like wrong about something uh -huh. yeah and, and it's almost kind of like a it's almost like a nuanced version of clickbait where it's the the individual doesn't necessarily realize that they're being baited into staying mm -hmm. until they that they've watched for the past three hours and they're like i should really find something else to do but wait <laughs> there's more and it's like shocks just but i can win else. yeah yeah, yeah for true sure. five times yeah yeah and then there's like the channel points like people will literally just leave the stream open and then go do something else mm -hmm. and then come back just so they can maximize their channel points mm -hmm. um but yeah when people reach out to me i i mean my maybe my advice is seen as like not helpful but i genuinely just say like you need to find out like what kind of person you are and then yeah. how that translates to your stream and why someone would like, want to watch you for yeah. sure yeah because like, if you want to make a character you can do that but then you struggle to find the consistency of streaming like every day at least i think a lot mm -hmm. of people do where you have to put a character up every single day like like when i first like i don't want to like name drop anyone but like mm. one of the streamers i know was like very like uwu kawaii like oh i act cute all the time and then when i would talk to her off stream she would not be like that oh. and she's like i hate acting like that on stream and like oh, sometimes it feels like a slog to like start the stream up but like you know somebody like gifts a sub and they're like oh my god thank you so much for the sub and it's like the little heart like oh my god i love you and it's so like afterwards, i knew it yeah, and then off stream they're like, "Oh my god, like I did that for two dollars, really? Like I'm embarrassing myself live on stream for two dollars." Like, all right. So like, I, I, like, I just, I don't like, I can't get myself to be that person. Mm -hmm. And that's why I tell other people, like, if you really want to do that, like, understand that, like, the further you go down that that road, once you decide that, like, enough is enough, and you want to be yourself. There's going to be this big cognitive dissonance with whatever viewership you establish, whether it's mm -hmm. 10 viewers, 100 viewers or a thousand where they'll be like, it's just not the same. Mm -hmm. um, and I'd like to think that I've been fairly consistent about like how I act uh, because like I'm adamant about things that I find are either like I don't want to say like an injustice, but like like things that I think are wrong. So like again, like the throwing thing, like I'll get really mad about that type of thing. Mm -hmm. But then overall, like I don't just get mad about everything um so yeah i'll tell them like if yeah. you want to be yourself and you feel like that's entertaining enough like do that but then if you want to make like an act like you could be like a hasanabi and be like oh like i am going to be angry about like my my stream is about me advocating about things that i think are injustices it's like well what happens when you run out of injustices it's like you just don't stream 
or like, oh, I'm going to build my stream about being like a big macho man. It's like, well, what happens if you're having a down day? Are you just going to not be macho? Like, just hey, fake it. Hire yourself. And yeah. People see that. And, people know when you're faking it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like, once you start doing that to yourself, the more you start to find yourself in these scenarios where it's just, you don't want to do the thing that you originally liked to do. Yeah. Uh, and you put yourself in a box because you're afraid of failure and you're constantly mm-hmm. looking at the, the viewer number or mm-hmm. you're looking at like the stream after you're like, like, oh no, I only made $5 that stream when I was really hoping to make like 20 because if I keep making more money, this could become my full-time job. Like a lot of people think about it like that too. And there's so many different factors that I try to have people avoid. Like just like you, you're streaming, you playing a video game. And even if you have one viewer, that's one more viewer than you would have had if you turned off the stream. Right. So just do what you were going to do in the first place mm-hmm. and then kind of build off of it from there. Like yeah. it's it's super hard to like give that sort of advice to people because it's so like generalized. Like I'm just telling like, yeah. be yourself. And you're like, that's not, I didn't need that. I was hoping but you would tell me more. The like, trick <laughs> is, it's so much harder to be yourself than it is to be someone else. Like at least on the drop. True. Like uh, this whole process you're talking about, like I've gone through it too. Cause I mean, I've loved video games forever, been playing games online for over 20 years. Um, but, and I had the capability to stream for a little while, but I'm like, why, why stream? Why? Like I couldn't figure out what my thing was. And then I had, uh, I, I was just, just gaming with one of my old buddies and I was recording on Twitch when we were gaming because I was just testing some stuff. And we ended up having a conversation after we'd done playing, we we're just talking about life and games and whatever. I was like, and I listened to it. I'm like, oh shit, like this could be a thing. I could do this. I really love this. And then I started thinking, well, you know, how can I do this? What this is going to look like? How can I make things to support each other? And now I'm the podcast guy. And, you know, it's a place to start. Um, and it, it gives me an identity that people can understand and something that's useful for understanding what else um, people might be interested to hear from, from me. And here we are sure. doing that. Yeah, and that's what like I gained a lot of ex- respect for you when I started to see that you weren't just like only doing Planet Side, like oh yeah, because it takes a lot of it takes a lot of, uh, I guess a lot of balls to like not just like do the thing that not works. to stay in your lane, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like so many people stay within this comfort zone and are so afraid of diversifying that they they stagnate, like they fail to grow, mm-hmm. and like I, I'm glad to see that like even if the view count might be higher or lower when you do one thing or the yeah, other, yeah. you don't, you don't necessarily just quit on the other thing. Like when I dropped to like 20 viewers doing Minecraft, uh-huh. like I don't, I, I didn't, I, I don't care. Like I'm playing Minecraft because like, I want to try and beat the game and I've never done it before. Mm-hmm. And I want to like record me beating it. Cause again, like I've ne- not even personally have I beat the game. So if I have like a vi- like video evidence when some guy's talking mad smack, I go, well, check this out, homie. And then yeah. bam, I beat the game, right? So it's stuff like that. Or like when you have like thoughts that you want, because I've seen like your Guild Wars stuff too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like when you have thoughts about Guild Wars, like, like, like I am, you're documenting it. Yeah. And it's not just you saying it behind closed doors anymore. Mm-hmm. You're showing that like you're not only passionate about Planet Side, but you're passionate about other things because mm-hmm. guess what? You're a person. I'm a person. We don't yeah. just like one thing. And I feel yes. like a lot of try to stay as single dimension as possible to again maintain the view count maintain the i guess at this point like revenue stream maintain their their standing in the community because they're worried if they go do something else for one day mm-hmm. or a week or a month when they come back they'll be a nobody mm-hmm. it's like well i stopped playing planet side from like 
November to December, I think it was. And we just played like Resident Evil 2, 3, 7. Mm-hmm. It was like the golden era of my channel, honestly. Like oh. I still look at it so fondly. Played Doom Eternal on Nightmare and like, what Pachette. else did we do? We played Pachette. a bunch of Pokemon games. Like it was like the best streams. And it was before I had like the good lighting, the good camera. It was just like the webcam. I'm sitting in the dark. And like it was like one of the best times for the channel. And I would not trade it for the world. Like I don't care if I only had seven viewers there. And alternatively, I could have had 16 playing Planetside. It's like it doesn't matter. I'm playing yeah. games. Like, yeah. That's all we're doing here. Yeah. And that's kind of where I started to build up that like the the old frogs and the homies that hang out, like regardless of what I'm doing. Um, cause like, yeah, Bob was there relatively balanced was there. Smellboard was there mm-hmm. and like, like the believers backing me up while I'm like blasting Eurobeat trying to beat the game on nightmares. Like that was like really cool. Like me <laughs> running away in the, in the big police, uh, what's it called? The big police station and resident evil two screaming like a little girl because the <laughs> massive guy is chasing me. Like those are really fun. And it's like, alternatively, of course I could have just been playing planet side and raging about like the ns15 not having a high enough fire or something yeah yeah so and we're going back into that Uh, i haven't really been playing a lot of different stuff because we've just kind of been in a drought when it comes to games okay like there hasn't been a lot of cool stuff like cyberpunk was supposed to be that thing that like saved gaming and it was like one of the buggiest messes like i despise that game for sure but like resident evil yeah i hate it like i i could I, i absolutely despise that game um but like resident evil 8 comes out to tomorrow slash tonight okay uh subnautica below zero like i loved subnautica the the first one uh-huh. uh story for below zero comes out next week uh, next week there's the mass effect one remake also comes out next week mm-hmm. like there's mm-hmm. a lot of cool stuff so like variety is coming back the channel hell yeah going back old shock dude yeah i i hated streaming for when outfit wars was a thing just because it was like i Why? felt like i had just had Felt like I was reporting for work. Well, not for not for the gameplay. I loved playing with my my squad, especially uh-huh. my 69kd squad. Yeah. Like I still talk to them every day. TJ Panda, Zangief, uh, Ganidiot, like all of them. Wodo, mm-hmm. like uh-huh. like we we were in, we made an outfit afterwards. Like we, uh, you've seen Maki in game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like we we still hang out every night and we still like we play random stuff together. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was more like the drama afterwards. Where like me being the advocate against it mm-hmm. made me always the center of things that I wasn't even necessarily directly involved in. Yeah. So like want your I opinion on stuff. People want like, you to validate their opinions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it turned into this like, are you pro Shakter or anti Shakter? And uh-huh. it's like, are you watching Shakter stream to boost the view, the view count of the one position, or are you watching another streamer to try to boost that boost that viewpoint instead? It was almost like advocating with your viewership. It was weird. So it, it did turn into this weird slog. Um but again like so many people showed such like positive support for the channel and stuff like mm-hmm. that too. So I, I really walked away with you know from Outfit Wars like overall happy regardless of playing for three teams and losing every weird time for the game and a weird yeah, time yeah. for the community as a result, I think. For sure. Because there was uh, there was a lot of people who were bad at others for personal reasons that ne- wasn't even like applicable to the game itself at that point. Uh, so you were seeing individuals just like bring up stuff that made literally no sense in the moment. Mm-hmm. And like you, you mm-hmm. even saw it with like the Commander Series thing again with the Obscan. 
where they were saying like he's balding, has been uh, boring, etc. And I'm like, how does that have to do anything with the argument of him yeah. doing something? He's not wrong. They just hate him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And, and it's like, it's not even whether he's wrong or right. It's just like, I need someone to attack. Outfit Wars is over. The only thing I was really, the only reason I was playing Planet Side and getting involved in the community was because yeah. we were being toxic to each other. And now I can't be toxic. What am I supposed to do? And it's like, finally something. And I think that's why like so many threads were popping up. Like Rel was like, I don't understand why this is like, uh, like in, in the, in the forefront right now. And I was like, well, because we kind of established that this is the meta when it comes to Reddit, Reddit, Twitch, and I guess that's really it. Like, yeah. this is what we do now yeah. with Outfit Wars. We we reward negative behavior by giving them attention. So upvoting, uh, commenting, etc. It validates negative opinions, and then people are just waiting for that next thing. And simple negative Outfit opinions. To, like this is one of my things that? about this is one of my things about Reddit is it tends to amplify not not just negative opinions but simple opinions. Ones are easy to understand, and most situations don't have simple explanations. Like, look, look at the serious observer cam stuff. Look at the collusion stuff in Outfit Wars. None of that shit is simple or straightforward. Mm -hmm. And it's the simple, it's the simple takes to get upvoted and uh, become gain meme force. And the meme force in the community has the power to shape the way outsiders see the game. It's a, it's a real thing, man. Because sure. I understand again why you would not agree with what Commander Series did. Like when I walk away from the situation and I think about it in hindsight, I still think that he shouldn't have done what he did personally. Okay. Yep. But am I going to attack him about it? No. Do I crack a joke about it a lot? Yes. Hell yeah. Be like, man, I'm about, to, I'm about to hop into Ob's cam and destroy this guy. He streams like, like I make That's the part joke. of the lore like, now. Yeah, for sure. It's the same thing like with a lot of the stuff that like again, a lot of people take what I do as hate, but it's genuinely just memes. <laughs> like another one was like the Arshi when he said uh like mob training to get outfit loyalty three. Like now nah, I I say that all the time now. I'm like, bro, I'm gonna mob train. Mob Have you training? seen that clip? No, I haven't. Yes. Yeah, so so there, there's a clip where uh they they were discussing outfit wars like I, I think you probably saw like he would cover Outfit Wars Friday, Saturday, and mm -hmm. then he would usually do like the recap stream on Sunday. Yeah, he would like I interview see those. people, etc. Yeah, and one of the the talking points for the specific day was uh, about the outfit loyalty grind. Should it be harder? Should it be harder? Uh -huh. Like should it be harder so that ringers can play, or should it be easier so that other people can play, etc. Mm. And uh, somebody in the chat was like, "Oh, like it's actually really easy to get loyalty level three, which I agree with. I got loyalty level three on." three different characters fairly yeah, quickly. It, it's an evening of work if you know how to kill. Yeah, and uh and it's not even killing honestly. Like if you're just hot, if you can just find a base that's constantly flipping, especially if it's a larger facility, like mm -hmm. it's just 150 alpha loyalty, 150, 150 over right. and over again. Uh but uh Archie said uh that that it's similar to mob training in other MMOs and games where the best example I can give about what mob training is, is like if you played you ever played like uh like zombies from Call of Duty? No. Have you ever seen gameplay of zombies from Call of Duty? I avoid Call of Duty related things. Okay, understandable. Uh, I think I well, always had the concept. So, like, I play World of Warcraft. The, and yeah, the it, pathing it, it, is very simple it, in that game, too, right? Yeah, like, there's the mobs a. just kind of follow you directly. There's a very popular um, uh, farm in World of Warcraft for leveling people up where you get a mage, you go to a dungeon called Maradon, and you pull every single monster in the dungeon. But because they're also stupid and slow, you just outrun them, go around corners. And you go, you get everyone up, wait until they're all in the same place, and you just blast them. So 
So one AOE hit or like a couple AOE hits, and yeah. then they're all gone. Same thing in Call of Duty. You you get all of the zombies, you get them to all train and follow you because there's their pathing is exactly the same every time they will follow it like a train until you deviate close enough and then they will follow you and try to kill you uh so it, it's similar to either of those so what he said is that people what they do in order to get alpha loyalty 3 is they do that on live like they, <laughs> they, they they mob train real players <laughs> and then they orbital strike them and then they oh, that's get good. Like, loyalty that's good so, yeah that's and, good. and like and like I just I couldn't stop laughing at that. Like, like I was like, it's not this, like these are real people. So it's like, how do you mob train a real person? You have to really debate them to get them to do that. So, uh -huh. uh, so it's stuff like that. Like that's just like that is now in my lore. I was there. Like I say stuff like that mm -hmm. all the time. I'll be like, mm -hmm. I was there, Pog. Where it's like I was there, and I can like I have my own inside joke that I'm not like taking from someone else. A lot of times inside jokes are like, oh, somebody else said it, so now I say it. Where it's like, I was there live when I saw them say that. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, the obs camp thing, the mob ah, sure. thing, so many different things. Being there for, the, for, the, for the, stuff, those, those experiences. Nuts, stuff like that. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Being there for those kinds of ex uh, community experiences and sharing it with people is like, um, it's it's the stuff that human connections are made out of. Like, it's it's the reason that like, you're better friends with the guy who helps you move than the guy who you play magic with on the weekends. Like people who actually show up and help make experiences and help get things done. Like, I don't know. Like for sure. Yeah. Like the spinner hat, like this is like, uh, the Fiji team that's playing in PIL, mm -hmm. uh, tomorrow. Like they all have spinner hat logos <laughs> where they like, they have their, they, they have their normal discord pictures uh -huh. and then they put a spinner hat on top of it. And the team nice. leader, Fiji like gave me my own version of it. I was like, I'm gonna buy one. I bought Commander Serious sunglasses. Like I'm in the lore, oh, bro. Like nice. I love I love following the stuff and I like joking about it. But then some people take it as me being toxic. And they're like, well, Shaktor's acting like an 11 year old. I'm like, I guess, but I'm having fun. Like that's all I ever want to do. If I'm pissed off, I don't want to stream. Mm -hmm. So I have to at least have some sort of fun. So context, for sure, bro, find some context. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's. Do you find, do you think that you are, um, let me think of how to formulate this question. I'm hearing what you're saying about like people thinking you're toxic, people looking to you to rag on rel, um, the whole racism thing that happened, um, which I don't, we can get into if you want, but I'm not feeling super excited about it. I'd rather not. Yeah. It's, yeah all right. It's, people, it's people can, there are videos out there. You can find them. Yeah, there are plenty. <laughs> um, but do you think that you're a particularly an object of, hate or scrutiny or negativity in any in any kind of meaningful way does it bug you how do you feel about this phenomenon people trying to use me to like almost like uh amplify their agendas kind yeah, of like does that, it like, does it like, like, does it like, does it like roll off your back or does it bug you or like how do you deal with that so day over day in the in the beginning i didn't necessarily realize it was happening because i had fairly consistent growth until uh like february when i started doing i think it was like late january early february when i started doing like uploading youtube content adding like long form content or short form excuse me mm -hmm. so it was like because before you can only consume shockter if he was live but now it's like you can consume shockter whenever if you go on youtube yeah and it was like once the channel started to grow there and rel would come to my chat before like rel being in my chat mm -hmm. was not something that just happened out of the blue right. like rel watched me play alien isolation in front of like eight viewers and he was like one of them yeah. and he was just like chilling watching and he, he was just there um 
like he him being in my chat is nothing nothing out of the ordinary because yeah. Yeah, I, I see him I, in mine too i can confirm this happens yeah yeah he's huge on like supporting other content creators in the in the in, especially from planet side because that's where he came from and like i i think he remembers me as well from when he was still a content creator and i was like always trying to get his attention in yell chat this is like 18 year old doctor you were one like, of those people like, huh? the youtuber hey rel over here like i wouldn't do anything like, I wouldn't actually, like no, no i didn't do stuff like that i would just be like when's the next video coming out can't wait for the reviews like stuff like that just to nice. like, get his attention um so like it, it was stuff like that where i'm sure he remembers me because i was just i was as annoying as i am now but Actually, excuse me. I was way more annoying. Never mind. I was like 50 times as annoying as I am now, but I would never would stream. It would just be in prox chat. There are so many videos, especially from the Goku people, because I used to be in Goku, uh, that would just like you would upload it and they would they would upload it, excuse me, and you would just hear me like screaming the dumbest stuff because that's, that that was what Goku did. Like that's all we ever did. Uh -huh. uh, KV was like the biggest leader of like adult children that I've ever seen. Um, so like when it comes to that like a lot of people assume that rel only got notice of my channel when i started to get like more traction and viewership um but in reality he had been there the whole time like we'd interviewed him before like he, he's always been a dm away i've had him as a friend on discord since like last summer um but now my 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 the way i act now is very different like i'm not starstruck i don't like if like i said you know freddie w is this is a weird thing but no. He made like YouTube videos back in the okay. day. He, he was like a big YouTuber. Have you heard of Video Game High School? Yes. Maybe you've heard that. Yeah. So he made Video Game High School, and oh, part okay. of that, he made like other YouTube videos. I saw him in person at a at a video game convention that I went to like two years ago, and I was just like, "Whoa, are you Freddie W?" He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Nice to meet you, bro. I love the stuff you do," and I just kept going. I didn't ask for a picture. I didn't need an autograph. Like, I don't really care about that stuff because I don't need to validate to other people that like, look, I met the guy. Look, I have a picture. It's proof. Like mm -hmm. me saying this to you, like whether you believe me or not, I know I saw him. So that's all I have to, that's all I care about. Yeah. Um, so I've very much changed that aspect where I don't necessarily go like, oh my God, like you're one of the biggest streamers in planet side or, or whoa, like you do this or that. So I've always been fairly like underwhelmed, I guess, by like people, because I know that oh. they're people. They're not necessarily like, again, a lot of people like they see Rel or like any sort of celebrity, you could call it in the planet side universe. Yeah. It's like Commander Sirius, he has his helmet and his sunglasses. He never takes the sunglasses off. Never. He's always serious. The salute, like stuff like that. Like he's uh -huh. always that guy. But I know behind the scenes, he's just like, he's a dad. He's, he's a husband. He's a guy. And like, I can just imagine him. There's like the SpongeBob episode where it's like, just imagine them naked. It's like, you won't be nervous. And then he's like, he's hot. And it's like, it's, uh, it's a stupid meme, but like, I can just imagine them like as normal people. And then I stop caring about like this whole like yeah. pseudo universe. We you live humanize in. them. Yeah. Yeah. But then the issue is people conflate that of me not really caring yeah. as me not caring about anything. Okay. So they'll use that as as almost like an ammunition to be like, tell Rel he sucks. Tell him off. Tell him he should just quit, give up, stop doing what he's doing. And I'm like, bro, I, that's not my job. Like, I can't do that. Like, I've never been the type of person to be like, bro, you should quit. Like, you ain't you ain't doing a good job. Like, sorry, I don't I'm not the guy who's writing up his performance review. Like, if you want somebody to tell him that, go tweet at like some daybreak owner guy. Um so yeah, a lot of people kind of use 
what they think is me because again they're new frogs they just came in in this specific scenario where they think rel is only watching because i have attention and that i am this guy but in reality he's been watching since way before with the old mm-hmm. frogs he was just mm-hmm. sitting there and like this was back when people could chat to rel and he would chat back and it wouldn't be a planet side question it would be like i don't know smellbort would be like hey rel what's up and then rel would be like hey what's up smellbort just hanging out like yeah, yeah. but now it's like hey shockter can you tell rel that tanks should be better or whatever or that this should be like that or and it's like you're not going to use me as your as your talking box suggestion box yeah and then they'll also tweet they'll they'll, they'll chat at him because again, he's in the chat. They'll start sending questions directly to them. So I just have my mods time out literally anybody that's at rel with like a question. Oh, smart, uh, smart. So yeah, and the, and it's and it's kind of worked out obviously because now like people don't want to get timed out. But on the other side of the coin, like again, a lot of people just come into the chat because that whole anonymity thing again. They mm-hmm. just want to be an asshole. They say like "fuck you," "you suck." They get banned, and then they're like, "all right, well, still got to say what I said." And then they move on or they make another account and then they because making a Twitch account is free. Like you don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, for sure. Like people do use me as that. But we have since uh, had many a moderator meeting about how to uh, deal with those individuals and I'm happy sure. to say they don't come around anymore. I don't I don't validate them with a, re- a reaction. We just ban yeah. them and we move on. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, even at like the number of viewers i have which is not not comparable to you i've seen that too like with rel coming through and people start adding it um asking messages and um i haven't had to ban people i don't have that many people come through but um what i've said to people is you know um rel is just hanging out he's a gamer just let him be yeah. a gamer you know and uh you know if, if he wants to show up and talk about planet side he'll have to hop on the mic and that can that can happen but um yeah, it's interesting, right? The all the reasons that people show up for for these um, kinds of interactions. Um, I wonder. I wonder if you have a take on the word parasocial. Is that is that carry yeah. meaning for you? I, How would you define it? The parasocial relationship. Ah, yeah. yes. Uh, the it goes back to the thing where it's like, like I am your friend, but you are not my friend. Uh-huh. Where it's like a, a lot of people attach like a sense of and it's really more applicable to people who are like big streamers because like i've talked to almost everybody in my chat because like i'm not like some big guy and it's fairly consistent like i see the same names like every night so i've had interactions with them like i've sat in a channel with el ray with curseva with like i've played games with them like them viewing me is more like them just hanging out with me and kind mm-hmm. of continuing that friendship. Mm-hmm. But I have seen there are like streamers, even in Planet Side, but like the bigger streamers are like the biggest example where it's like people have this friendship with like XQC. Yeah. But like he has 120,000 viewers. He doesn't know who you are. Yeah. Like it's he, impossible. He's for not your you friend. Are. Yeah. He's, he's like, and it's that, it's that sense of like, you're spending you're, you're you're getting company by like this person right they're 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 keeping you company but without the realization of who you actually are and yeah. uh i think that's really the 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 area where you start to see a parasocial relationship over a social relationship 
<laughs> and it's really just i think based on scale like twitch has exploded mm -hmm. since like I, I was watching xuc when he had like six thousand viewers and i'm considered late by the way like yeah. when he had 6k so that's how much you know it exploded like they he has been popping off ever since then he's at like 120k 100k like he's the first streamer that i've ever really seen hit six digits consistently um and that's just inevitably going to be a parasocial relationship there's no way for him to read his chat it's zooming it's it's just all the same emotes because it's like a blob of people all thinking the same stuff mm -hmm. but when it comes to a streamer of like my size where it's you know a lot of repeat customers people that and i don't like calling them customers either but like in the sense of like they come back a lot mm -hmm. and watch the stream over and over like i see that more as like a social relationship because i end up communicating with them outside of the game outside of twitch yeah like yeah. whether it's like via voice chat or like my dms are always open and i'm responsive yeah so yeah i think parasocial relationships are unhealthy if you know gone too far because then a lot of times people forget that again the person doesn't know who you are yeah. and they start it's it almost turns into like stan twitters and stuff like that where mm -hmm. They're extremely defensive of their person. Yeah. And, like and then the argument that happens, it gets and really And that can turn bad. sour, right? It can go negative. Yeah, it gets super ugly. Or yeah. they'll like, or it'll be like a betrayal where it's like yeah. the, the person that they loved isn't doing the thing that they like, or they said something that they don't like, mm -hmm. where it's like, you know, I love watching Deeg, but as soon as he said he likes chocolate milkshakes over vanilla milkshakes, <sighs> nah. So I've been tweeting at him Can't every day since saying how much he sucks and I hate him. And now I don't watch him anymore. I watch Shocker instead. That guy likes vanilla shakes. He's way cooler. <laughs> it's stuff like that. And it becomes so like personal. Uh -huh. And again, like me and you in that example have no beef towards each other. We did literally nothing wrong. But then now there's this insane argument, this insane amount of toxicity growing underneath like the covers of like that sort of thing. And that's happening on like a major scale right now mm -hmm. with like bigger streamers. You know, one guy likes Among Us, the other doesn't. And then now it's these people, like a thousand different people who are considered the vocal minority. But again, there's still a thousand people. That's a lot of people all saying like, this guy sucks. I hate him. And that they make a public apology. I'd like to apologize for what I said about Among Us. It's very unacceptable. And in the future, I will try to make sure my oh, words man. are a little bit more calculated. Do you and imagine it's like, having to make a public so apology weird. about making a, how about stating an opinion about a video game? God, dude, the amount of stuff that I've been seeing, like just on Twitter. And again, I don't really follow anybody that like mm -hmm. is a celebrity but i still see it via retweets because i have friends who are passionate about those people and it's yeah. like we need to cancel this guy because he made a joke that could be somehow maybe racially conflated even though again it's not racist but it was made 10 years ago and then now in 2021 we need to cancel this guy even though recently he's done nothing but be supportive towards That's scary dude you know, yeah, I, when I got called a racist, like the first thing I did, I was like, oh, this is my chance to get canceled. So I started scrolling to see if I was ever racist when I was younger. And I got to the very beginning of my Twitter. And I couldn't find anything. I was like, that was like an hour wasted of me scrolling, looking for juicy stuff. And I didn't find a single thing. So, yeah, it's it, it, genuinely that shit. It, it is pretty scary. Not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, but again, at the same time, like, I'm just happy that even at like my size, even though it does happen, like there's a lot of people that are like, they can see through whatever fake arguments kind of get popped up. Right. Yeah. The, I think that when it gets the real tricky part becomes when you're at, at a big enough scale so that the people who 
won't look past the accusation are a big enough voice to actually create a narrative. Because, you know, uh, even though you're at the top of planet side, you know, compared to XQC, it's a, it's a completely different realm. Um, if, if he were to be accused of being racist and there was people making up, making up stories about him, like he'd have to deal with that problem in a different kind of way. Like there would be a different, he, it would show up on a news site, you know, XQC accused of being racist, making racist remarks. Um, I, I can't even, I don't, do you ever worry about reaching those scales? Do you want to be a streamer at that scale? Like where, where do you see yourself going with this, this platform and the community that you have? How big do you want to get? Um, I've never thought about like my goals of like size because thinking numerically, like having 20 viewers is like a lot of people technically. Like, yeah. A very yeah see, people are all like paying attention and they're chatting and they're being an active part of the stream. It's enough. Yeah. So when my chat has had like, it depends on like what the stream would be like. Because again, if the sh it depends on the content I'm making, like the highest I've ever gotten when it comes to viewers is like I hit like almost 400 viewers because it was like when when Rel was apologizing for like almost like indirectly saying I was racist by like right. the wording of his tweet. Right. And it was just like one of those weird situations where it was like the drama at its climax. Yeah. And then it started. It definitely started to drop off there. But like if that and like I was kind of pursuing that and it, it was like I was getting texts from people and like messages about like, like here's the next thing that you could use to juice up and get more viewers and stuff like that. Mm. And it's like the more I started to see that, I was just like, like where did this this idea of me using drama or to like make a social gain come from? Mm. Like the only reason I was yelling and screaming and kicking my feet was because like I felt personally like like a like not attacked, but like affected by a lot of this stuff. Where it's like, you know, from something as, as simple as like, you know, outfit wars taking priority over mm -hmm. what the mm -hmm. majority of players play. And it's like, you know, I want content every day of the week, not just one day for 30 yeah. minutes. And then or to the point of like, you know, being called a racist and like, you know, having to confront someone and like really show them like, you know, what it is to be racist and almost use their own <laughs> words against them, etc. Like it just became, like I said earlier, like just a pain. I hated it. I genuinely hated it so much. Streaming every day was just like, ugh, I'm just going to like get attacked again all over again. And like, yeah. I could see like, again, like my old frogs, the people that watch the stream like every day, like, man, I hate this too, bro. Can you play like literally anything else? So mm. it depends on like how I were to get to that size. Like if I were to get to the size of being like a big streamer and, and honestly, a big streamer is like 200 viewers. Yeah. Like you are in the fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a percent. Like where I'm at right now, I being a Twitch partner, only like 24,000 streamers are partnered. And the amount of streamers that stream actively on Twitch, that I think boils down to I think the statistic was 0.4% mm -hmm. of streamers are actually partnered on Twitch. So it's like I'm already in this very very like upper echelon top small minority, etc., whatever you want to call it. Um but like if I were to get bigger, like I would not want anybody that's not already kind of like the way like the way they act right now. Like my viewers can read the room. Yeah. They're not like, yeah, they're not just like, I'm trying to piss off Shocker all the time. I mean, some of them are cough vex, uh, cough stone, etc. Like there's <laughs> people who are constantly Pepe laughing and they're always like, Oh, let's try and piss them off. But like they're, they're like different. They're trying to piss me off in like a, 
oh what's it called in like a different sense like in, in like a like oh it's like a little brother older brother type relationship it's like whichever a joke brother you guys share almost like it's a yeah, yeah, yeah 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 for sure but then different when people come specific thing of being toxic mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure like i think a lot of people watch xqc just to wait for him to fuck up Right. Or like a lot of people watch the biggest streamers like like I'm extremely convinced that the majority of the viewers uh, that watch like the the hot tub streams. Right. Where it's like, you know, fairly sexually explicit (laughs) are literally just there because they want to be there when they get banned because they think that they'll be getting banned or like they're waiting for like a slip up, whether it's like them doing something or saying something. So they're, they're literally just there hate watching. And I do not want that. I hate that. I'd rather, again, be a nobody with some friends streaming than be like a somebody that is constantly hating mm-hmm. the fact that they're they're streaming. So, yeah, if I were to get big and I were to get big the way that I've kind of grown now in the sense of, you know, I have viewers fairly consistent. Obviously, my view count has gone down substantially since Outfit Wars because, again, I'm not farming drama. Yeah. But, like, if I were to just kind of have what the viewership that I have right now is like, and then keep bringing in new people that are kind of like that. Just want to hang out, talk about some fun stuff, watch a video, play a new game. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, I would love streaming. I would make it my full-time thing. But if it was literally <laughs> farming drama every single day, hell no, bro. I would just I, – well, I wouldn't quit because I would still just do what I usually do anyways. So, yeah, right. I it, again, it really depends on how you grow for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's all about – what are your core values and how do you manifest those, you know, in, in, in the world of Twitch? That's really makes sense, man. Um, and that reads loud to me. And that's something that I've, I've given a lot of thought to as well. Um, well, hey, Shock, uh, I am needing to take a short break. If you want to uh, continue, I'm certainly game to do that. Would you like to take a short break and continue or do you want to tie this thing off at night? Um, what are your views? We can go for a little bit more. All right, all right. Uh, I, don't, I don't give a fuck, dude. <laughs> true. Yeah, I, I, I don't really care. Yeah, I, true. Yeah, you can go ahead, bro. Turn it back on. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. I don't drink coffee, so I was just like, oh, that's super exciting. And then I was just like, maybe I could give it to my mom. And then when the lease runs out, then I'll bring it back here or something like that. Because my mom loves coffee, but I just like, I don't drink. I don't really drink any caffeine, which is ironic because of how much energy I usually have. So, well, dude, it's a good way to it's a good way to be if you can get away without it. Once you start going down that path, there ain't no way back. Really, it's been my experience. I don't oh, know. I find what I'd be like. I find that it helps regulate my ADHD, which I legit have. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know. was I was uh, diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder, and the. Uh, I just kind of bring up ADHD because it's easier to like explain right. why my, my mind goes into like random areas, but it's mostly because like, again, like anxiety is a very s- similar type thing, except it has like a lot of worry attached to it as well. Right. Or it's like you start to go down like a lot of different tangents and stuff like that because you're worried that the current thing you're doing is like either not enough or it's you're doing it too long. You're like, am I talking too much right now? I don't know. So, but I, I use, I, that's my thing. Like I feel, now I feel bad for saying like ADHD because I've never been diagnosed with ADHD. I've been with, with, I hate calling it GAD because people think I have like a, like a, some, an issue with peeing or something. It sounds like a, like a, in, in like a digestion thing when you say GAD. Yeah. 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 Uh, but it's, it, it's one of those things where I find myself just being all over the place because uh-huh. generally all over the place all the time. Like, like it's just usually like that. So how do you, uh, yeah, I didn't how know do you handle that? Oh, me? Yeah. So I 
took SSRIs for. I had I had a rough time. That's kind of how I got into the streaming thing, and streaming has <laughs> actually kind of helped me regulate it. Uh, like I stopped playing games really in 2015. Mm. I played some games, but like I didn't play like as much as I do now. And uh, I had like a, a a stint at the end of 2019, beginning of 2020, where uh, like I was using like an e-cig, mm. and uh, the because uh, a lot of my friends were using it, and I was just like it tasted good. I love candy. And I was just like, like, yeah, like the fruity flavors and like the jewels and stuff like that. Okay. Like again, as, as stupid as it sounds, like a lot of people make fun of it now because they're like, Oh, the kids love the fruity flavored nicotine sticks. It's like, honestly, like, yeah, it, it did kind of taste good. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but I did it for like a solid month and a half. And then afterwards I quit it cold Turkey because I was like, this is like, it's expensive. It feels wrong. I hate being reliant on things that aren't myself. Yeah, And when I quit it cold turkey, I didn't realize like the effect it would have on me. And it took my anxiety and like, like ramped it up to 11. Right. To the point where like, I ended up going to the emergency room multiple times. Oh shit. Uh, like it was, it was really, really rough. And then I started to get a little bit better, but like, I didn't really have anything to be like attached to outside of going to school, mm-hmm. which I had like a lot of my friends, but then I was in my last year. So I graduated from school in may of 20 or no it was the end of 2018 excuse me mm-hmm. at the end of the may of 2019 i graduated from college and that was like i remember at my grad party it was literally the night before i went to go walk like i was like crying my eyes out in like the the lap of like one of my friends and she was just like trying to get me to stop she didn't even know why i was crying she uh-huh. kept saying like why are you crying and i was like i don't know like it was weird right and this is all in my grad party like everyone's celebrating me graduating downstairs and then i'm in my friend's room crying in her lap upstairs um and then like i walk the next day so many people came it just felt Mm -hmm. like like some like my life was almost ending because that was my life like being in school i was always on Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah. and there was like i had no like thing i had no thing other than like my music and my job Mm-hmm. And it felt like my music was always going nowhere and my job was always going nowhere. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that really felt like it was ever going somewhere was like the relationships I had at school. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, there's a party next weekend. Oh, there's this happening on Wednesday. Uh-huh. Like there was always something to like look forward to. Yeah. Um, so I started struggling a lot after that. And like I just kept having like the same issues that like I thought I had gotten over mm-hmm. uh, after quitting the, the jewel back again. Uh, and then it got to it's apex in uh january of 2020 where i was going down to a lot of people know i live in the dc area but i was going okay. down to uh i was going down to richmond for a party uh, at vcu and uh my friend was driving me my friend Al- alan was driving and uh it was like raining really hard and it's like from dc to richmond it's about like a two and a half three hour drive okay. and then like we were like 20 minutes out and like i had like a friend of mine she was going to like pick me up and we were going to hang out, get some food. I hadn't seen her in a while. And like, she's like, yeah, let me know when you're like 20 minutes out. So it's like, perfect. We'll do. I see on the GPS we're 20 minutes out. I grab my phone and then we get into an accident. We, some guy crashes into my friend's car, crashes into another car, and then almost crashes into one of those tanker trucks, like with like full of gasoline and stuff like that. Holy shit. And, uh, and the car hit the back, right? And then it hit like it basically went along the side. And like if anybody was in the back seat, 
of the, so it was just me and my friend Alan. So we yeah. were both in the front two seats. If anybody was in the back seat, I have no idea what would have happened to them. But I got knocked out, and then I woke up like in the car. I couldn't open my door because of the damage on that side. So I had to climb yeah. out of the side. I looked super dazed. EMTs were like, "You should probably go to the, the the emergency room to like make sure you're not like internally like bleeding and bleeding." Excuse me, in your head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was like, "All right, let's go." They scan me. I'm fine. I call like I call my mom and she's like, I'm coming right now to get you. I'm like, nah, I'm fine. Like it's I, I'm just like dazed and it's three hours. Like, I'm not going to wait in this emergency room for you to come. I'm going to get picked up by my friend. And then I ended up going to that party that I probably shouldn't have gone to, honestly, because uh, like and then just like and then the, and then the next day. You got a story, I, man. That's the best time to go to a party. You got a story. Yeah, to tell. for sure. <laughs> hey, it was crazy. The amount of people that like were like, dude. We heard you got into an accident. The fact that yeah. you're still here, that's crazy, bro. Yeah. They're like dapping me up like, bro, you're nuts. <laughs> yeah, you, you almost died and now you're getting lit. That's lit. Yeah. And we're like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, dude, totally. Because again, it was like one of those like keeping up my persona because everybody knows me as like planet side. But in my area, everybody knows me from my music. And like I, I was like, I'm like, I was like fairly well known, especially like within the schools. Because I would perform at like all the different big colleges mm-hmm. at, uh, in the in the area here, and uh, so when I finally, uh, what's it called? Like when I finally had this situation where like I was like trying to keep up with my own persona, it was like a breaking point for me. Mm-hmm. Where like like because then what happened was got into an accident, got picked up by my friend, went to the party anyways, then woke up in a random couch, had no way to get home. Friend tells me she's going to DC to go to some other event and she wants me to come. I go with her instead, go back home. She, I changed super quickly, go to her house, go back to DC, get drunk again, go back to her house, sleep, wake up again, have no way to get home, get picked up by someone random to go to campus to then get picked up by somebody else to get close enough so that I could Uber myself home. Like I finally got home and like in the middle of the week when I was at work, cause I was working at that point. Like literally on Wednesday of that same week, all I needed to do was leave work early, go from my job to like the area, the place where I bought my car, the dealership to get an oil change. And in the middle of it, I felt like I was going to die. Like I was like the biggest anxiety attack I've ever had Mm. in my life. And like, I, I just was, I could barely like keep myself like from like not breaking. And I remember like literally looking for like the nearest thing of water and i'm sure like the people there were like wondering if i was okay and the person who like really saved me there was like i called my aunt because she lives right next to it uh-huh. and she picked me up and i remember just like breaking down again and i spent weeks at her house i did not want to leave at all i couldn't uh-huh. drive my car i couldn't go to work i couldn't do anything i was like extremely locked down to the point where like i felt like if i was ever alone i would just like not be safe um so the timing of that though i was talking to my boss about it uh i was like is it okay if i start working from home and then i start seeing on the news like oh there's a big disease coming and everyone's gonna die and like you know obviously that wasn't a good thing uh but he was like yeah that's fine you can work from home until you start to feel better and then from then i've never gone to the office ever since because COVID happened Mm. and we've been working remotely ever since uh then in around march i was like what do i do like I'm still feeling like really anxious. I can't drive my car. I can't like I don't know. I like I have no outlet. Like I feel like I'm going nowhere. I hate everything. And then I downloaded Planet Side again. <laughs> and like I literally just started putting all my time towards streaming 
and uh, like like just doing something. Okay. And it finally felt like something was like growing. Right. Like with my music, like I would release a song, and then there's like nothing you can really do. Like you, it, it, like the song either like pops or it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And like obviously, I love my music. Like I I'll, I'll listen to myself like by myself, and I'll just be like like you know. That was a banger. Like I listened to a song that I dropped back in 2017. I was uh-huh. like, that song was pretty good. I'm like, you should remake that song now that you know how to make music a little bit better. Yeah, but yeah. like other people, like how many views did the song have? Like 40. I'm like, oh, it's like, like, <laughs> yeah. like my mom listened to it like 10 times or whatever. Yeah. So having streaming, it was like, oh, I could see like my view count going up. And people like, like LOLing, like, oh, that was so funny. You're so funny, etc. So I like I, f- I could see the growth from it and I could see myself growing from it too mm-hmm. that I just put like all my time into it and like it like cured me. I don't know. Like I, I took SSRIs as well. Like and I like I went down like going to a psychiatrist because I tried a therapist. It, okay. it did not work. Like I essentially said everything Therapy I said can to be you so hit or miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said literally basically everything and I went super into stuff and yeah. they were like, it seems like you have a pretty good grasp on yourself. I'm like, yeah, but why do I keep feeling like shit? <laughs> like, like they just never made sense to me. Uh, sure. So I went down like the SSRI route and I was like taking Lexapro for like four or five months. And How did that feel? Like, I just, um, first week and a half, I was like, this is doing literally nothing. Uh-huh. Then the next day, after like that week and a half two weeks passed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i remember waking up and like the sun had never looked so bright in my life i was like this is really weird this is really weird i'm like i'm just like happy and i don't know why yeah. like, is this what it's like to be normal or is this yeah. not normal and then i'm like like really i was like i was like monka humming at my i was like really i was really suspicious at like my own <laughs> self i was like okay uh this is a little weird uh but then it it, it helped with like a lot of the physical stuff Cause like I, I have issues where like I'll have like chest pains and like, I'll feel like, like it's a lot of people with like anxiety, panic attacks, like have this sort of thing where it'll seem like, uh, you're like, it, like it's, there's so many like f- things about it online. I've seen where it's like, mm-hmm. are you having a heart attack or are you just panicking? Or is it a panic attack? And yeah. Like, yeah. And it's really just a panic attack majority of the time. Um, so it was always like the physical symptoms that really got to me. Because like I would clear my head, but then I would just be like, well, why do I still feel like this? I'm uh, like, maybe I didn't clear my head like good enough. And then I'll go back to the state of mind I was at. When in reality, it takes some time to come back down. Mm-hmm. Somewhere how it takes time to go back, like to go up and panic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, but after those that time kind of passed, uh, I had like my first situation where I really had to rely on myself. Um, my mom left the country in the middle of COVID, which is crazy. I didn't even know you could do this, but she left okay. the country to go visit my family. And I adopted a dog Hmm. and I was home alone. I had to like, not only like care for myself, but then also care for my my little puppy. And, uh, she like changed my life. Not going to lie. Um, because it was like, I had to, her name's winter. So I I adopted her. That's the name that she had. Uh, and like, it was from a family who their son developed, uh, like some allergies to the dogs. Hmm. Um, and they had two and they're, they're huskies. So they shed everywhere. Like my carpet, my shirt actually has hair of hers. Like on, I always have hair of hers on me. Like I'll, I'll like be like, what's this? And it'll be like one of her hairs. It's like half black, half white. Um, so yeah, I adopted her. And like, it was like one of those things where like, I have to wake up, I have to feed her, I have to walk her, I have to take yeah. her out to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And it's like, and like, she looks at me with like those eyes and she's like, 
like thank you <laughs> thank you for doing all these things for me i'm like yeah. i mean you know i'd be like hey, no worries i love you <laughs> and it's like that like genuinely like that was the first time i ever felt like i had to be an adult uh-huh. and it like it genuinely made me feel like i could like overcome a lot of the stuff yeah. and like i just stopped taking lexapro um i stopped Word. taking the other thing they gave me was hydroxyzine it's like something that you take if you're having a, a panic attack it's and like it's a supposed short to acting like, thing yeah it makes you sleepy okay. and like you essentially just like sleep it off essentially I, I yeah i never even took that um and i haven't since yeah like it's i just i feel normal hmm. and that's why i'm like i'm really excited to move out like obviously i still have like anxiety attacks and panic attacks like that but like i've learned so much over the course of like two and a half three years like i'll have panic attacks in the middle of a stream and like i'm mm. just like able to like just like shake it off and then not really show much of it really because yeah like i've just learned just a, a very I, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, i've learned so much just about like how to deal with myself yeah that yeah. Like, i don't necessarily need a lot of i get that stuff. dude i totally understand that for sure so i went through like a really big like emotional roller coaster of like when it went from 20 late 2018 mm-hmm. to early 2020 late 2020 i don't even know but it wasn't really until like october when my mom was like i'm leaving for a month and a half i was like oh no this isn't gonna go well i remember calling my aunt and i was like i'm gonna have you on speed dial just in case like something bad goes down but like i remember texting her like a week after and being like you know, I'm going to use this as an experiment to just like be reliant on myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was one of those like Nike just do it situations where okay. like, I, I learned I could trust myself and like handle myself and not need supervision all the That's time. That's a huge thing to know as as, about yourself. Yeah. yeah. As long as I just like do it, like you just have to do it. You just have to get up. Like you just have to do the stuff. You don't think and about having something to apply yourself to is huge. So, yeah. Yeah. A little bit of I've heard that. From other people too that a little bit of responsibility like like a dog to take care of can be the difference between feeling useless and dysfunctional versus having like you know just a little bit of a loop back validation you need to just be like okay you know i can like i can figure out what's next for sure like especially in the household that i grew up in uh like i grew up in a very traditional moroccan arab household okay where my mom does everything uh she does my laundry she takes the dishes she cleans everything after me and like you'd be surprised how important doing those tasks those tasks are to like giving your life purpose yeah where it's like you give yourself a schedule you have to be responsible so like i've reached this point i actually talked about it earlier this week in my stream Mm -hmm. where i know i need to move out and it's my time to move out Mm -hmm. because i was such a good like the person who like there's a, one of the old frogs in my chat it's uh, her name is Sohoila mm-hmm. and uh she's i think she's like i don't want to age her but i think she's like in her 40s uh yeah. she's the one who like helped me raise my dog and like oh. kept me going cuz i was about to like i was about to like go return my dog cuz i didn't think i could do it um but she's like almost like the chat's mom <laughs> like uh and uh so yes and everybody else did give me advice yes but Sohoila was like the person i was like uh-huh. messaging after streams she like, was your go-to like, yeah yeah like i'm like winter's howling and she and she's like she's she won't sleep like is she okay and she's like she's just trying to get your attention huskies are smart dogs mm-hmm. she knows that if she howls she'll you like you'll give her a treat or something to like calm her down like just just give her a couple days and like she was right every single time Damn. so like she actually came 
and like really like validated this opinion that I've generated where I was a better me when I was by myself. Mm. Where like I love my mom. Like I've no there's nothing wrong with my relationship with mm-hmm. me and my mom. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those since she does everything for me because that's how my mom finds purpose. Like mm-hmm. doing the dishes, then doing the laundry, then walking my dog. Like she does everything. <clears throat> so once she takes all those tasks over, like I just feel like I lose the space. So like, I don't make myself food. Like I never do now. But Mm. when I was alone, I was doing it all the time because like, I didn't have to share the, like the fridge. I don't have to like share the the kitchen space, the preparation space, et cetera, the dining table. Your space shrinks because you're not responsible for it. Yeah. yeah. So I went from utilizing like the entirety of the house from the kitchen Mm. to the the laundry room, the dishwasher, et cetera, to Mm. really just my bedroom. And then here where I stream. And then even here where I stream, I literally just use this part of the shot that you can see. Mm-hmm. Everything else there is just like, again, like it's my mom's space. Mm-hmm. And it's like okay. not having my ability, my own ability to like be self-sufficient results in me being very, very lazy. Right. I'm late to my own streams. It's to that point where like I wake up and I'm like, I have nothing to do. And I just go back <laughs> to sleep, even though I'm working. Like I'll literally open my work laptop. I'll like set it up so that I never see that. Bro, everyone does that. Bro, everyone does that. Yeah, and I just go back to sleep, and then and then when I when it hits like five p.m., I'm like, all right, let me just try to speed run some of my tasks, make it look like I did some stuff at work. (laughs) Then I go back (laughs) to sleep. I'll be late to my stream. Then I'll stream, and then I'll stay up to like six in the morning, just like doing random stuff. That explains um, why I see you fragging out at ungodly West Coast hours sometimes. Because sometimes I, yeah, I keep myself I, like I one or two in the morning my time, and you're three hours ahead of me. I'm like, how is Shockter still awake? Yeah, uh, for sure. I, I just stay up super late, and like the Maki dudes are also really degenerate as well. Uh-huh. Like me, TJ, and Panda will just stay up till like, like I think me, TJ, Panda, and Lude stayed up till seven in the morning on Saturday. Oh man. Uh, just doing Minecraft, and I, the the reason I knew I needed to go to bed was because I was playing, and then I was like, "What is that behind me?" And I turn around, and there's light coming from my back door. Uh, I'm like, "What the fuck? It's daytime!" I was like, "I gotta go to bed, guys. Like, this is unacceptable." And when dude. I went upstairs, my dog sleeps in in the in the living room, right? Because it's her yeah. favorite spot. Okay. I have to pass my dog every night before I go to bed, and usually it's dark, so she can't. She can probably see me because she probably has way better vision than me, but I like right. to think she can't. But when I went to bed that day, she literally was looking at me and gave me like this look of shame. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and like, <laughs> and it was just one of those like, oh my God, please don't look at me. Like, like I'm sorry. I, it, was a, it was a long night. We were playing Minecraft. You were with them again, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, my, even my dog was like, bro, it's way too early slash late slash what are you? I don't even, I don't know. My dog is very uh, judging eyes. So Dogs. yeah, I definitely yeah. learned I got to like do my own thing. And my dog really was like the driving thing. And then the yeah. funny part of all of that too, is I'm not even taking my dog because at this point, my yeah. dog, the relationship that she's established with uh, my mom and uh, my mom's new husband, mm-hmm. it's like one of the most adorable things that I just cannot like take uh, my dog away from. Yeah. So it's like, she was my dog, but she turned into like my mom's dog because again, like she took that responsibility. She wanted to do everything for her. And like I was doing stuff, but then again, like she just slowly takes the tasks away. And what really makes those situations happen where like tasks go away from me and go to her. It's like, it's that one day where you feel too lazy to do it. 
you know, that day you fill up, you're like, I'm just, I'm not feeling it. I'm I don't want to bother. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to do the dishes today or, you know, I'm not going to make the food I was going to make. I'll just order out. Like it's that one day my mom capitalizes it and then she like becomes her thing that she does forever. Uh And I went from doing all these different things to like losing each individual task to becoming again, the old shock dude that was like ordering food out every day, getting DoorDash instead of making my own food, Mm -hmm. then just staying in my desk area, not really doing anything productive. So that's why I'm really excited to kind of like open up that next chapter because Mm -hmm. I like learned that I can rely on myself even when things get tough and that, I have like outlets to kind of make myself feel better if, and they're like healthy outlets that can right. like help me feel better where it's like playing games, streaming, hanging out with in Maki discord with the homies. Mm. Um, it's just, it's stuff like that. And it's genuinely like, I, I got the, the, the easiest of what a lot of people deal with. Cause some people live with like anxiety, like horrible, horrible anxiety. The stuff that I was dealing with. Yeah like perpetually for the rest of their existence Mm -hmm. so like i was very lucky to at least have found something to be like like i can put my time into this like and i can jump around because i need that so much i need to be able to go from my guitar to gaming to streaming to sleeping to like i need to be able to bounce around or else i'll like i i get way too burnt out Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it sounds like your mom's gonna miss you when you move out I think so. My mom, another thing, and I was talking about it the other the other day as well. It's like when it was just me and my mom, yeah. I couldn't bring myself to move out because uh, I've been able, I've been making more money per year salary wise than my mom for the past three years. Okay, like I could have moved out forever ago. Mm-hmm. I've had friends reach out to me and say like, "Yo, we should room. We got this townhouse. Like, do you want to be like our third? And I just go like, "No," because it was literally. Again, like my dad dying when I was nine. Yeah. Uh, it's just me and my mom. You and your mom growing up. Yeah. 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 And it's like my mom grows up, grew up herself. And again, a traditional Moroccan household where it's usually three generations that live in the house. Okay. It's the mom, the dad, the son, the daughter, the grandma, the grandfather. It's usually mm-hmm. that dynamic. So usually households are between six people to like 12. Some families are mm-hmm. huge in Morocco. And that's the family she grew up in. I have two uncles and three aunts so she has three sisters and then two brothers Mm -hmm. and then they all have kids and then my grandma is still alive as well and they all live like super close to each other and my mom moved to america because my dad was in the air force they got married and then she came Mm -hmm. and then now she's kind of alone Mm -hmm. and she doesn't really have many friends either like she especially with covid too it gets even harder like she really doesn't have that many friends um so i was like this is a yikes Mm -hmm. i can't just move out leave her by herself but then my mom got married and uh mom he was still overseas but then he came to america recently and then we got my dog as well and then it's like now i know i'm leaving her in a household yeah that is like i don't know not dead silent she has someone else to look after for sure for sure and then she has people that can look out for her like i'm not gonna act like i've really done anything for her like it's been more of her looking out for me, but like now I know like if something were to happen, like I can trust her with at minimum my dog and and the, and the mm-hmm. man she married is, is a pretty cool guy too. I don't call him my stepdad just cause I feel like I'm grown, bro. I'm 25. I don't, I don't, I don't have a stepdad or I had a dad and <laughs> he passed. But other than that, like, I, I don't know. I don't really see that family like dynamic anymore. Just cause like I've grown up majority of my life without you, do it. you man. Yeah. For sure. Hey, so, shout yeah. out to all the moms out there. Motherhood. For sure. 
Yeah, Mother's Day. Did it pass or is it coming up? I don't know. I feel guilty I that I don't know. Up. I think it's either next weekend or the weekend after. Chat will know. Get a little Google. Yeah. This Sunday in Australia. I'm yep. saying. All right. Cool, cool. Yep. May 9th. Yeah. Word. Good reminder to everyone. Don't forget your mom. Yeah. Get your moms, bro. You <laughs> yeah. came out of her, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, it's like a, it's, it's, it's huge debt, like a life debt, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like she's dealt with so much shit when it comes to me. I've been such a mess, like growing up. It's, I think she's really happy to see that I'm like not a mess anymore. And like she, she was so torn. She's like, mm-hmm. I want you to take winter, but at the same time, like I want her. And mm-hmm. I was like, no worries. There are plenty of dogs out there looking for a home. I'll just adopt another one. <laughs> and my mom was like, two dogs. Oh, no. But like, now for sure, like there's so many. Like I looked into like buying a dog and uh-huh. I was just like, this just feels weird. I'm buying a living thing. Yeah. And then I saw like how many dogs are up like for adoption in my area. Yes. And I live in like, again, like a pretty high income area. Okay. But the fact that there are a lot of like, like dogs without homes nearby, I was like, mm-hmm. I can't. I cannot like just buy a dog there. There has to be a dog out there up for adoption that I will love mm-hmm. because I know that they will love me because dogs are, de- dogs are just the best. So I'll likely adopt another one, maybe not within the first year of me living alone, but more likely like either into the second or third year. Yeah. Yeah. Adopt it when you need it too. You know, if one of those, sure. one of those moments comes back around. I totally get that. Um, yeah. Hey, hey man, thanks for opening up about the, the anxiety stuff. I think that, normalizing mental health is something that uh streamers especially are really in a in the position to do so it, it always makes me happy when people are willing to open up about that stuff part of the reason that i just tell people i have adhd is to help normalize those kinds of discussions um my own path with it is very different it's obvious, obviously it's different than the anxiety disorder but just like you like i've once i figured out what it was like i kind of had to relearn I, I got to learn myself a lot better and now i'm in a spot today where like the things that I do and much like you, I use my stream partly to help treat that part of me. Like a big part of ADHD is um, you need a lot of external structure in order to actually pursue your interests. And whether it's a an interest in video games or an interest in, per, in you know, progressing your career or doing something with your relationship, all those things, because uh, ADHD is like you have an idea and then 10 minutes later, you have a different idea. And the idea you had 10 minutes ago, poof, gone. And yep. so you just got to like order your life, schedule your life. That's been my major trick, lists and schedules. And sometimes it pisses me off, but the days when I don't do it, I, I always feel stupid. So that's uh, sure. that's kind of it for me. Yeah, I think uh, especially when I was going through it, I, I I was hanging out with a crowd that was very much like in the pursuit of perfection when it comes to like their lives. Like they, a lot of the people I was talking to, none of them are bad people. I'm still friends with a lot of them, but they were all, you know, all the time trying to just make sure that everything looked perfect. Like I would go on, like I would go to photo shoots, right? With, and photo shoots are literally just like, we go somewhere and take pictures for Instagram. Right. And it's like, and and like, yeah, it's, it's cringe. I, I know a lot of gamers would hate it. Um, but like, I've, I've spent a lot of like, I've had like a lot of like deep talks, like at those. Where it's like you know someone's taking a pictures and and there's also like you know, the friends of that were like into photography and stuff like that they were in the school of art so like they would be the ones taking the pictures but then like I would be like on the side after like I would have my pictures taken and stuff and I would like have pretty cool talks 
But a lot of the times, like, you would just see, like, again, like, we need to retake that picture. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't like how I look there. I don't like how I look there. And it's, like, constantly, like, trying to hide, like, the things that make everybody insecure. And then when I finally – and I always felt like I was kind of above it where I was just, like, like oh, I'm not like them. Like, I just mm-hmm. don't care. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the more I spent time with them, the more I started to care. Mm-hmm. So – I got to that point where like, yeah, I had like the car accident and like constantly trying to keep up with my own persona that I'd like established. I was the rapper and like, I just dropped like a song. Everybody liked it. And they would like, I remember at that party after my car accident, like they played one of my songs and it was like, yo, this is a sick song. Who made it? They were like, yo, check him out. He's over there. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like chilling. And like, you want to relive that moment. Yeah. And you're always like, I remember going to a club in in the city and like i got recognized in the line going to it Hmm. and like like waiting outside and they were like yo you're the dude right i'm like yo what's up they were like yo bro if you catch us later we got a table you gotta come through and get some shots on us and i was like i mean sounds good and then i saw him later i was like yo i was like trying to impress this girl i was like yo they're like yo come on up bro like you mind if i bring shoddy and they're like yeah come on up and it was like again like trying to keep that like i want to be a rapper like Uh, aesthetic uh and and like afterwards like i'm just like this weird like guy who likes to just do random stuff like when i got to the point where i was like looking at myself in the mirror like like i was wearing like like my I would wear like my earrings and they would have like the dangles and stuff. And like, I would wear like multiple chains all and right, like high, right. like really expensive clothes and stuff like that. I'm like, dude, this isn't me. <laughs> like I like wearing the same shirt and shorts every day and just like doing dumb stuff in my house. Uh-huh. And now I'm trying to like keep up this like high fashion persona and spending all my money on like a $300 shirt. Like even this shirt, I spent like a stupid amount of money on, but like I don't know, it's I mean I have it now. I'm not gonna just throw it away. Yeah, wear it, man. Um, yeah, so I want to see those like, chains someday. <laughs> I think I have a couple of them like right over there, but like the <laughs> most of them are like in my room. And like I always had to wear the what's it called? I had like this Eve Saint Laurent bleh, uh like Ooh. cologne that I would wear. It was like my. And they were like, you always smell like that. I'm like, that's my Wee. that's my scent. Like I always had to keep up with all that stuff when it's like a hundred dollars for cologne, three hundred dollars for a shirt. Oh, you wore those earrings last time, Shocker. You can't wear them again. You're gonna have to get some new stuff for the party. <sighs> it's like it was yep. It's like I I hated that version of me. Um, and now I'm like, I don't know, I'm just like I feel like I'm finally like being myself mm-hmm. in the sense of like I I like that stuff. Like I'm not gonna like when I go out, like I'll wear my earrings. I don't wear a bunch of chains anymore, but like I'll wear my earrings because I don't want like, you know, I spent money for the piercings. I don't want them to close up Word. or like I like the cologne that I wore, but like it was the reasons why I wore them, like the, the things that I did. It felt like I was always trying to keep up with myself when in reality, it's like just do whatever you want. Yeah. And um, when it comes to like masking, like the like mental health stuff, like again, like a lot of people just try to make it seem like they were as perfect as possible. Yeah. And it felt like I had failed in that pursuit of perfection. Interesting. That like I got super mad at myself mm. and I felt like I was not able to keep up with other people. And when in reality I was ahead of all of them. I drove a yeah. nicer car than them. But it didn't feel like I was ahead of them because they too. Had this they're just thing. hiding it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And they're all like they're all probably doing the same thing where they're like, I gotta yeah. keep up with shock dude. But like I never felt like I was ahead because this they I, I never got validation. And it's always like trying to pursue validation from other people. It's right. like it's the worst thing you can possibly do. Yeah, that locus of control again. Yeah, man. 
Let me think. So it sounds like for you, the streaming is really is is really a huge part of how how all this works for you now. You have the connections, yeah. you get the the validation if you need it, and the validation is not about wearing the right cologne or shifting your earrings every fucking day. It's about being your weird shorts wearing self inside of your your house with your mom or for now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's like it's one of those things where it's like now people like me for just being me. Yeah. Rather than people like me for trying to be the image that I made, I crafted for myself. Sure. So it's like, it, it finally feels like I, because I, validation, I feel like has such a negative context behind it or like a hmm. meaning behind it that might be <laughs> conceived as negative. Hmm. But it does feel like it's reached this point where like people like me for what I like to do mm-hmm. rather than people liking me for that that caricature that i made of myself Mm -hmm. for people to think of so now when i drop like a song like i can be like serious and like and like really like aggressive and like i can i know that i'm not necessarily trying to be that person that i'm like making lyrics about like like i'm not gonna be like yo like oh yeah like you know fucking bitches smoking on poop hey gang gang (laughs) like i don't have to actually do that stuff (laughs) because people know that I'm just like, I'm joking. Like, it's like a trolley type of thing. Yeah. So it's, it, it genuinely does feel like it's like a sigh of relief where it feels like people like me for me rather than people liking me because like I drive a nice car or like mm-hmm. I live in like the cool apartment complex mm-hmm. or it's like I'm, I'm, I'm making these decisions now based on myself rather than making them based off of like well like if you move because i remember i was talking to like one of my friends from that era like we got back in touch and like he was like well like i get you like this apartment this one bedroom one but if you get a bigger apartment we could throw parties at it bro and like you could actually like i don't know like you remember those girls that you were talking to back like i know you guys haven't talked in a while but like i was like Bro, I, I'm trying to remember how cringe you fucking are, and I haven't talked to him since. And I ended up just getting like the apartment that'll perfectly suit my needs. Yeah. I ended up getting an apartment, dude, that is like I haven't signed the lease yet, but I got approved yeah. for it. Yeah. Um, what well, it's it's literally like I got it because it would be perfect for streaming yep. other stuff other than gaming, like okay. the kitchen. The way it's like it's it, it it works into the floor plan. It's like I could literally just move my camera, like turn it like that. And Ooh. I could just do a cooking stream. It's like it's chocolate cooking streams. Is that coming up? Yeah, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get into that because I'm in this pursuit of wanting to like make. I love food, but okay. I'm constantly like trying to get it rather okay. than make it. Yeah. So like, I'm like, bro, this is like my chance because I was cooking all the time when my mom left again. But it was super simple stuff: rice, chicken, and then like a sauce of the week. I would just like yeah. order a random sauce off of Amazon until it was done, and it would usually last me like a week, and I would sure. get another one um but now i'm like you know I'm like i think varuna sent me like babish what's his name it's like the babish guy he B- makes like binging all the with babish that- yeah, binging with babish right yeah. and like he makes like, like like pizzas and lasagna and like all this stuff yeah and then uh we've just been watching like cooking videos and stuff like recently after i'm done with planet side because we're waiting for like some new games to play uh-huh. and uh I'm like, yeah, like I can actually like try out these recipes and like take a crack at like being a bit of a chef because I was getting into that bag when I was uh, working in a grocery store. I was working seafood mm-hmm. and I learned how to like fillet a fish, how to skin a fish, how to cook fish, the different type of fish like, and like, uh-huh. the, like the texture, how to like be like, how should I make swordfish? And I remember being able to answer those questions. That was like in 2014, 2015. I don't remember any of those answers anymore. 
So I have to hit up my old mentor, Eduardo, who's like my old boss. He taught me how to speak Spanish. Word. And like he would always tell me like all the different stuff. And of course, everything. You have to put lime juice. Lime juice. You have to put it in everything. I'm like, yes, Eduardo. <laughs> so I have to like, there's so much stuff that I kind of want to try out. And like, it's super close to the city. So I can try out IRL streaming. I got my second dose of the vaccine. So like, nice. I can kind of go outside without really worrying about that stuff. So like, it's real. it's like an exciting new chapter, like just for my life personally, mm-hmm. as well as like, you know, the stuff that I want to try out with the stream because that's hype, dude. Yeah. Planetside's great. I love the game. It's still, yeah. it will forever be my all time favorite game. Like people see world of Warcraft as their game or like league of legends is their game, but like yeah. Planetside has always been mine. But like, I mean, even the biggest pl- like world of Warcraft streamers and the biggest overwatch streamers league streamers like you know they do other stuff too because they're people mm-hmm. i don't want it to feel like a job i don't want to do nine to five planet side like right. i want to you know do this for a bit then jump around to that like we were just talking about that with like adhd and anxiety yeah. it's like you know sometimes you just want to do different stuff and just jump around so yeah this will be an awesome opportunity to do that nice nice dude well um shock what else what else do you have coming up so new apartment i mean you've so much stuff coming new apartment speedrunner season two cooking streams like it just sounds like like there's more and more shocked on Twitch coming up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, life in general has been interesting. Uh, so I've been in a program at my job. It's like a, it's almost like going to school again, except it's like okay. company school. Um, and like I can, I, I'm like pretty open about. It. Like I work at Raytheon. They okay. have a leadership development program. So I started that in 2019, and mm-hmm. it's a two year program. You do rotational jobs. So I did. And I, I remember talking about this to you in your stream, yeah, yeah. in your chat. Like I did subcontracts mm. where I worked with suppliers and I'm doing, it's the supply chain LDP. So okay. I did a subcontracts first year from 2019 to 2020. Uh, and that was super stressful. That's another one of the big reasons why I think my anxiety was popping off so much. Uh, I was working really long days and then now I'm doing like proposal work and stuff like that with suppliers. Mm-hmm. And then I actually was able and I, I don't know, this is like, there was a lot of drama that kind of popped up from work about this because there's a lot of okay. us LDPs. Uh, okay. Apparently we were told not to negotiate and there are labor grades, right? They start from G1, which is like, you know, yeah. like it was like an intern or like maybe they clean the toilets or something. I don't know who was a G1. It's a super low labor grade. Okay. And then it goes up to G15, which is like CEO level, right? Okay. We were all told we would be G7s, but me and my friend Amanda, we were like, <laughs> let's finesse and get G8, which is like, a little bit higher but it's yeah. still higher it's more money yeah, yeah. so and we're also told not to negotiate or pay so i got a senior position at the age of 25 which is crazy um and then also got a higher labor grade and now a lot of people are like what i thought we weren't allowed to do that and me and my friend amanda are like don't hate the play i hate the game all right like go hate on the people Dude, that told you not to negotiate. don't listen to people who tell you not to not negotiate do For not sure. listen to people what are they gonna the worst what they the can fuck? say is no the worst yeah. they can say is no. And then you just go, all right, I was going to take it anyways. So I got, and then I negotiated the pay. I got uh, two percentage points more. So nice. instead of everybody, again, they averaged, uh, once you graduate from the program, you average between an eight to 10% increase in your salary. Okay. I got offered originally a 16% increase, mm-hmm. which is already insane. I was yeah. not expecting that. I was expecting the bare minimum because it's usually how corporations work. Yep. They give you eight and you say 12, they give you 10 and you're like, yep. GG. Yep. They gave me 16 and I was like, let's make it 21. And then Hell they said yeah. 18. Hell and then they yeah. said, and I was like, easy Bro, clap, got to 18. You can't have if you don't ask. For sure. And I was going to ask for more, but like my friend Amanda was like, let's, let's calm down. Let's just do 21. That's, 30%. It's highly likely. 
for sure right so i'm starting a new job on the 26th i'm moving okay. into my new apartment on the 21st ah, uh, big yeah, week a lot of stuff yeah yeah yeah. i'm gonna take the week off so i can like actually get acclimated get like, moved live and stuff Word. yeah and then when it comes to the stream like lots of fun games coming out lots of fun stuff that i want to do outside of gaming especially since twitch has kind of become more of like a like an irl platform like i feel like you kind of yeah. watch personalities now on twitch rather than games yeah that's the core product is the people mm-hmm. and and the connections yeah. you make with those people like the games i think twitch has shown even more so than ever before that the game is just a starting point and you know For people sure. people who make their twitch careers based on the game itself are you know the top whatever percent and you have to be a game with a certain amount of visibility and traction even if you are that good at it like you know it's it's a it's a young man's game yeah like i mean i have a friend who's i think he's radiant and valorant it's like one of the higher ranks of the game yeah and like he's still like one viewer and it's like it's just me sitting in his chat like yeah. it's it's hard because again those games are huge and yeah. usually it's it's like there's only a certain amount of spots like on the top mm-hmm. and it's like if you don't get one of those slots then you have to just find something else and there's a reason why, um, why esports players retire to streaming like they you get their fan base they on all that whatever. exposure all that all that notoriety make it about you for sure and then the thing is like you can turn a stream that's like 500 people into a full-time job mm-hmm. and like make like a lucrative salary like hmm. six figures with just like a 500 viewer streamer uh just because of all the different avenues it's not even like from the people themselves it's like the sponsored streams right uh getting sponsors in general for your stream mm-hmm. so it's like there's there's like the this stream is brought to you by raid shadow legends type thing and it's like oh like download use code deeg and get like free stuff and then there's also like the sponsors where it's like i'm wearing like these sennheiser headphones yeah right check out sennheiser it's like those like all this different product placement and branding and stuff like that mm-hmm. and it's just that 500 viewers there and being a twitch partner it's like that's lots of money every year and it's free stuff etc mm-hmm. so yeah, are you gonna like, try to go for that Nah, i've never been that guy i like i got i've been offered sponsored streams mm-hmm. multiple times and i've said no to every single one because i just I don't, I don't know bro like yeah like i got i i got offered to do it's it was similar to the raid shadow legends type thing it was some other mobile game sure and it was like you play it you have to play it for an hour we recommend that you be positive about the game when you play it for the hour <laughs> recommend you be yeah. positive and yeah. afterwards you have to stream with the overlay for a minimum of four hours and then depending on the amount of people that download the game and finish the tutorial and plug in your code which was shocked with two hours Mm-hmm. then that that'll base how much money you will make based off of the stream and they give me like a whole powerpoint pdf presentation of like all the different like monetary like ways to make money off of it and i was just like yeah i'm good <laughs> like I, hey, I don't want to do it it just feels weird like, when i see streamers go for that stuff i just turn it off i just turn them off like it, it is such a turn off for me to see people go in for that stuff and i get it like maybe you need to pay, maybe you need, you need to pay the rent like i get that but just know that you're you're trading off the authenticity that you that you need in order for people to even show up at your stream. I don't know. It's a move. A lot of people want to do it. I was thinking yeah. about doing it for the cancer money, actually, and like okay. being like, all right, guys, this is how we do it. All right, we scamaz the corporation. Uh-huh. Everybody, download the mobile game, use the code, finish the tutorial, and then we'll get like. 300 people to do it and then we can get like x amount of money because i'm not allowed to actually say how much money because i signed the nda but we'll get x amount of money and then from there 
we'll give that. But then I was like, nah, even that's like, uh, it just feels weird because people that are sponsors for charity. Right? But then people, it's only like the people who know what's going on will be able right. to differentiate that it's not me being like shady. Because yeah. if you just come in the middle and I go like, yo, Deeg, thanks for downloading Raid Shadow Legends, bro. I hope you enjoy the game. Like, they'll be like, yeah. um, this is not my stream. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I avoid that too. But yeah, I don't, I, the, those sponsored streams, it depends on the sponsor. Mm -hmm. Like if it was again, like a product that I know I like, then I'm cool with it. But like those are for huge fucking streamers. Those are like, like oh the Logitech mouse is amazing. Look how good I am at shooting. Wow. So it's like, and I was like going to use the Logitech mouse anyways. Yeah. So, but when it's like download Planet Side Two today, put in code Shockter for one thousand free certs or and and a gold gauze or something like that. It's like, all right, bro, like calm down. Like we know you're getting paid for this. Can you just play the game? Like etc. Yeah. So yeah, so sponsored streams are always kind of weird. Are you planning to just like? I wonder if if you if you feel, if you feel the same way about it I do because I've thought about the idea of eventually at some point being able to do this full time and I'm not sure if it's even something I'd want to do. Like I kind of think I'd still want to have a day job just to yeah. I don't know, regulate me almost. I've always thought of the idea of doing it full time, but I have the luxury of not caring if it gets to that point. Like yeah. I work nine to five. Sometimes if it gets I there, it gets there. Yeah, yeah, and it's like I, I, it doesn't really, like, work doesn't necessarily get in the way that often. Sometimes it does, uh, like when it's like a really high, like I'm actually getting into one of those moments again soon. Yeah, we have promotion. like a proposal too. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I actually, that's actually with the current job. That's why I'm trying to get out as soon as possible. Uh, um, like the current job, we have like a proposal that's coming up, so I have okay. to like get a bunch of pricing and stuff from the suppliers, and they're always really hard headed negotiating with them etc like and then the short timing of it from the customer etc it makes it even harder and you have to work <laughs> from like 9 a.m to 9 p.m so that kind of gets in the way sometimes mm -hmm. uh and i remember like working the last proposal i was on i would work from like 9 a.m to 7 p.m then hop on stream from 7 to 1 and then edit a video from like 1 in the morning to like 4 and then sleep and then just do that every day i remember doing that every day for like the like that run of uh planet side to uh rp when i was doing cletus wow. that entire time i was supporting a proposal throughout the month of february and i was like literally sleeping like four hours a day and i was like doing everything else after what like thing after thing mm -hmm. so that like i i don't know like when i'm passionate about something i don't really like notice okay. obviously i'm not very passionate about my job though so i was like taking naps as much as possible but like 20 minutes here 20 minutes there isn't like sleeping eight hours yeah um but yeah i have the luxury of just not really caring like i put so obviously like i make money from streaming you make money from streaming like if you have a sub button you make money how much you make like that's up in the air when you mm -hmm. sign when you become a partner you can't really talk about that stuff really anymore okay. um but what i say is like i make money from streaming and that's why i did the april thing to make money for like save money for cancer or, excuse mm -hmm. me raise money for cancer because again, like it didn't feel like I needed it. Like there are definitely people who need it more. Sure. I remember telling my mom, I was like, yo, mom, look at the receipt. I raised 10,000. Uh -huh. And she was like, oh, you could have given that to me. I was like, mom, <laughs> do you really, need more than, do you really need more than kids with cancer? She's like, I'm kidding. I was like, I know, I know. Uh -huh. But like, uh -huh. it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I, I don't necessarily need the money. But then now that I'm about to live alone, like I have been budgeting it into like my, 
Like, what can I afford? Right. Because it is a source of income. I have yeah. to report it. Like, it's not, I, I don't just get to go, oh, it's a donation. It doesn't count. I'm a charity now. It's like, no, you're, you're either a sole proprietor because you haven't registered your business in whatever state you want to register in, or you're an LLC because you want to like cover yourself. And yeah. that's exactly what I did. I ended up yeah, a smart uh, thing. turning the, yeah, turning the stream into an LLC just to like make it a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Um, so, have you have yeah. you done the math on what it would take for you to replace your income from your current job with streaming income? That's the thing where it's like the more I start to make from my actual income, the harder it becomes to turn yep. that into reality. Yep. Because the world I live in. If you, if you take how much I was making, so I received a four percent and then a four percent and then an eighteen percent. Mm-hmm. So that's like twenty six percent increase in pay okay. since. I started streaming last year and or I, I didn't I started streaming back in like 2016 mm-hmm. and I got affiliate back then but like once I came back and really started committing to it it was like in March of last year so if you added that if you add that up like what I would have needed to make last year to kind of replace my job is now even harder to achieve, achieve mm-hmm. excuse me mm-hmm. because I keep making more money in my actual job mm-hmm. so it feels like that that for that to catch up I would need to like literally explode it would need to be like some going viral thing which Mm -hmm. is extremely unlikely and it's not something i'm actively pursuing right so but like overall like you'd need to be like average viewership again of that 500 uh probably like 2000 subs sponsored streams like two to three of them every month like Mm -hmm. that's literally that's the twitch stream grind that like a lot of like the bigger streamers have to do to keep like affording all the stuff that they do because not only do they have to pay for their own living expenses, but then they also have to buy things content wise to make content that makes money. Right. So it's like when when they buy like, I don't know, like when the biggest example, it's like the the rich people streamers or not streamers, like YouTubers, like Mr. Beast or whatever, where it's yeah. like he, he buys like a Lamborghini, right? And it's like $250,000 or something. Yeah. It's like he's buying that because he can use that to generate make- revenue that's more than the 250K. And he can he can leverage his fame to use money to make more money. I am not in that situation. I cannot turn fifty dollars into a hundred. I don't know how to do that. If somebody knows how to do that, actually, don't hit me up. I, That's I don't in GameStop, to, you know. That's yeah, what I've heard for sure, for sure. So, like, I don't have that generational type of wealth mm-hmm. to be able to like multiply my own money. Therefore, I'm very content with like just having my own job. And when I did the budgeting for moving out. I did it strictly with only the money that I make from my actual job. Smart. Then afterwards, I added the money that I make on stream by averaging out the past like 12 months. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, I'll have some extra spending money for food or to be able to survive, etc. But I made sure that I could afford it if everybody actually just stopped watching me. Like if literally every single person unsubbed stopped watching me and I went back to phase one where it's zero viewers, not even my friend like twitch priming to me every month yeah. to give me like two, like the two dollars or whatever uh, um like if it went down to that like i would still be able to afford living yeah so. i gotta imagine that that's like the trap right you have some success and then you you increase your lifestyle to a point where you need the income from twitch and then when that sponsor comes knocking it's like i can't turn this down that's yeah, yeah. else you have no money <laughs> that's my biggest fear or it's like i had uh i can talk about how many subs i have I had uh, at the peak of Outfit Wars, I was closing in on 700 subscribers, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. two like people gifting subs, and then you can do the math there and figure yep. out it's fairly 
to figure out how much that is. Yep. Um, and since then, obviously, it's gone down because, you know, Outfit Wars, that hype is kind of over. We're in like a different period now where a lot of people are, you know, not really into Planet Side that much because they're super burnt out or they had like a bad taste left I in their mouth. Breaks. It's a game made for taking breaks. I take breaks from Planet Side all the time. For sure. So now my sub counts at 242. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's a pretty substantial drop. And it's like, if I relied on that income as my main income, I would be riding high, living the, the high life to how am I going to afford eating tonight? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I do not want to deal with that. Having the salary job, getting consistent payments over 28 different pay periods of the 52 week, whatever you want to call it year is way easier to estimate if you can afford something. Yeah. 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 I mean, as it can be, it can be your real feels bad, man, to rely on the man for that kind of stuff. But there's something to be said for a steady paycheck. It's cool to do both. Like I was talking yeah. to my friend Jackie and she's doing a uh, behavioral therapy with kids as mm-hmm. her day job. Okay. She makes like she has a bakery as like her side thing. I was like, <laughs> yeah, we're doing like the same thing. Yeah. It's like I'm working like my my primary job that like, you know, it's different. Like she actually cares about kids and she's doing something really good. I'm arguably You're just fucking around you know, on the camera. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, no. I mean, in the sense of like my primary job and then her uh, primary job versus okay. like the side thing. Because Sorry. she's also, she's also like an LLC with like her with her bakery and stuff. Because it's yeah, yeah. easier, it's easier to file. And then there's also the liability stuff. Like, what if somebody accidentally gets like a an allergic reaction? It's like she can't. Yeah, a little more serious. For it. Yeah. Um. So I'm like, oh, we're both doing that thing where it's like we have our primary jobs. I'm working at a company that perpetuates yeah. war, and you were at a kid's place. That's cute. That's cool. And then I stream uh, and yell stupid shit all yeah. all night, and you're making delicious pastries and i was like you know maybe that's not the best yeah we're kind of doing the same thing and, and she was like laughing she's like no nah, i don't think about it that way but i agree and it's like I, I i genuinely i've always liked that i've always loved doing like the primary thing mm-hmm. which is like uh it's the job like you kind of have to do it mm-hmm. but then when you when you have time for play like working towards something that could result in a full-time thing in the invest future. in yourself and like, in, in your future self sure. yeah and like if my growth from i really didn't start growing when it comes to streaming until september mm-hmm. and i again i went like really hard in it in in march but like i really didn't start growing till september like if i look at last september and then i look at this upcoming september and then i go again to the next one i go from that september to the next one i can only imagine like how much growth i'd get mm-hmm. regardless of if it's really fast or if it's a nice slow burn or if it remains consistent or if it drops off like it's still one of those things where i will still be higher than where i started which was again i'm not really comparing to much now since like three viewers seven viewers ten viewers depending on what i'm doing to just watching dumb youtube videos because i'm bored and i have like 40 ish so if that growth continues to kind of go in that direction and i keep making good content then like i guess it could turn into that sort of situation Mm -hmm. where i'm making enough money to for it to be my full-time thing but it has to be like a like again, like a really big explosion in like both revenue and I, I don't even know like how much I would have to make because again, like be like how a way above wise, what you need so it can come down again and still be stable, right? For sure, because it would have to be like I make how much I make from work plus the little bit that I make from streaming. Mm-hmm. But then once I make more from streaming while I continue to work, it's almost like the two lines are catching or the one line's catching yeah. up to the. But then I have to make sure that 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 bottom line where it's my living, how I live my life, like don't buy a new car because you're making a lot more money or you're doubling your income. Yeah. And then once it finally passes how much I make from working, 
which again, as unlikely as it is, then I could stop and then really focus on it. But then it fluctuates so much. It ebbs and flows to the point where it's like, I would need to get like, like 50 subs a day, maybe over the course of 30 days. And I'd also have to do all these other things. And it would definitely turn into a business and I would be very passionate about it. I would not quit and be like, Oh, like, um, I got to do this and that I quit, but Mm -hmm. it would just be one of those. It would become less fun for sure. It would not be as fun as it is now. Just like turn on the stream. And if somebody subs, you're like, yo, thanks for subbing. Enjoy the emotes. Sure. Uh, But outside of that, it's like, I, I don't want it to be like, if we get 50 subs, I'll smash my guitar. It's like, whoa, we got to give them subs. He's going to do something crazy. That's like every streamer now. It's like if I get 100 subs, I will change out of this bikini into a new one. I was just going to say that. You guys want a new bikini? 100 subs. I'll write your name on my forehead. You know what I don't get? It's how those hot tub streamers don't get all wrinkly. Yeah, like how the fingers don't prune. From the waist down, just so wrinkly. (laughs) (laughs) I remember I, I was in West Virginia uh at like this random like log cabin like airbnb and they had a because we we like got it for the for the weekend it was like a three-day weekend mm-hmm. and we got it for the weekend we just threw like a like a three-day long party and i remember sitting in the hot tub for like 30 minutes because and like i just lost track of time because i was mm-hmm. drunk and hanging out with people drunk and hot and, like, tub yeah, got yeah. Out. Dude, like my fingers and my toes were just prunes. I was like, Bleh. so I don't know. I think they're sitting in like lukewarm water and they're using kiddie pools. I'm actually doing a hot tub stream. You are. It was like, yeah, I'm gonna do it when I move out because it's like one of the. It was like one of the unspoken charity incentives. Yes. Once we hit I totally, so, I totally pushed for that. I'm so glad you're doing that. Yeah, so and then like that, and then like there's like the cosplay, me going out. Like a lot of those Aren't are getting delayed. Are you doing a song too, like a Planet Side song? Yeah, yeah, that's coming out soon. I gotta finish that. Hell yeah, nice. Well, shock, we've been at this for over three hours. Is there? Oh yeah, this has been awesome, dude. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I think I think we I think we hit everything. I, yeah. You know, I was I, again. I was really worried that, and maybe we went on a tangent, and that you don't usually do this. I'm not too sure. I'll be honest. Like, I'll play your podcast. I'll last like 20 minutes, but I usually watch it before I go to bed. So I kind of doze off. A lot um, of people do that. And there's nothing wrong with that, friend. That's the best. Hey, you still get the view and I get a very nice night's sleep. Win, win, but, uh, win. My worry is that it would just all be planet side and I can't do that for like more than an hour. But since yeah. it was us talking about like a lot of stuff, I love talking about like real life stuff. So like since we got into that, I was like more than happy to talk more. So I, 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 I love what you're doing. Thank you. I support you, man. And uh, when it comes to uh, moving forward, the people you talk to and stuff like that. Yeah. If you ever need, if you ever need someone again, uh, more than down to talk to you again, man. It's, yeah, I got, I, I got some collab ideas. I'll bounce them off you offline sometime. I think we can good, do some more stuff. It'll be good. For sure. For and sure. If, 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 yeah, if, if, if you ever need a very mediocre speedrunner, again, you know where to find one. For sure. No, now that you've given <laughs> us the idea, you're gonna be the you're gonna be the hamster. That, Dude, that hit me up. Hit up. me up. I'm 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 perfectly fine to to talk and flap my gums all day, so just come find me. Sure, we'll throw you against like Zyrus, <laughs> no, bro. It's like bro, the world was, record holder. I was talking to Lex, and we were we were just kind of speculating like what handicap he would have to have in order for us to have a competitive speed run. I can't remember what, what we arrived at. Something like uh, him only being able to use deployables or something like that. So uh, <laughs> I think you could beat you could beat like Zyrus if. He had to use something that was so slow, like 
when it comes to movement because his movement is phenomenal. His aim yeah. is amazing. But like a lot of people can say that their aim is good. It's his movement that really puts him in like a different echelon than other players. You would need something that really made him like not be able to move. Mm-hmm. So like either literally a mana turret, like an NG turret, or like if we're being a little bit nicer, like something that like I don't know, would really need him to like hyper focus on aim, like like a really low damaging scout rifle or something. Uh-huh. Like. But even then he might still beat you. Like he's I so know, nuts. Like I just I, 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 it's hard for me to imagine winning any of those contests, no matter what the handicap. I've, I've like one of the main things came away from that that experience was I already knew that the people who were doing that speed run were insanely good at the game. Like I already knew they were insanely good. But I didn't realize how much more better than good they were. Like it's a totally different tier uh, to be able to clear a hundred kills in under twenty minutes. Yeah, the thing is, like that's why I like the format so much because with six v six, like it's you can see that they're both good. Yeah. Like you can see well, you can't see their POVs, but you can see both sides are killing each other. They're winning. Some people are positive. Some people are negative, mm-hmm. but it's a very detached. Like I see it, but I don't. The thing is when you see the speedrunners, the leaderboard, the first person POVs, what they do, it's like it's like an it's like a level of planet side that a lot of people didn't know existed until mm-hmm. like it happened. Like Zyro's getting his sub 17 minute time and there's still like optimizations to be had in that. But him getting 100 kills in 17 minutes and like having higher than a 5 KPM. (laughs) Even when Leroy did his, he got, he had the old world record of 20 minutes and 33 seconds. Uh Seth did one and had a 2020. Ryan got 19 minutes sharp. Like every time those have happened, like you just, you can't keep your eyes away from their POV. I almost feel bad for the person they're versing because most times the person they're versing is also having a pretty good game yeah. relative to the normal pace, just which not is around like setting. five to 30 minutes. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it's just like, it is nowhere near the level that they're just getting to the zone. So yeah, yeah it, I love the fact that it really showcases the skill of planet side. Whereas 6v6 does, but like I can't see what Saiyan is doing when he goes plus twenty. Like yeah. I see it, but like I'm over here and he's over there. You like, see those numbers and you want to just zoom in on his POV. Like that's sure. the like I, I have some experience casting a, a game no one's heard about, Team Fortress Classic. And one of the things that I did was when I was casting it is I made sure that there's the the free the free cam so you can see what's going on. But also like I had like this a picture in picture like where I'd float through different points of view because people want to see. Those standout performances, like those are huge. For sure. Like if you if like if you didn't see like some of the stuff that like happened in CSGO, where it's like the Hiko inhuman reactions clip where like he like 180s a guy and one taps him, and like you just saw it from a third person POV, it wouldn't be as impressive. So yeah. Yeah. I there's a lot of fun stuff coming for speedrunners. And uh yeah, the channel's popping low key when it comes to like variety stuff too. I'm really excited to play new games. Um and just kind of like not really take a break from planet side but like mm. you know not overdo it because it's it always be. been home for me yeah yeah it's always been home for me but like you know as you can see now with me moving out like sometimes you gotta spend some time away from home so okay. but yeah i really appreciate you letting me come on and uh yeah i had a good time man it's been a lot of fun man hey, hey what's up i was gonna say again like me saying i wouldn't last more than an hour it's like if it was just planet side but since we went on other stuff i I had a good time that's all good a lot of people say that to me and they stay for three hours i I hope it's because people are having fun that's what i want to have for sure for sure you 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 pick pick conversation out of people it's good yeah yeah that's what i that's what i try to do so for youtube why don't you let people know where they can find you 
everything is the same. Shocked you with two R's. You can uh, check out my music on Spotify, stream on Twitch, YouTube. Uh, it's all shocked her with two R's. Twitch won't give me one R, therefore everything else has two R's in it. But uh, I'm on Twitter with shocked her with two R's. Instagram, literally all my all my socials. I, I made a, a pretty conscious or conscious effort, excuse me, of uh, making sure all of my uh, social medias were the exact same thing. So Smart. yeah, shocked her with two R's. S H O C T O R R. Word. All right. Cat Shockter in the hot tub in his next apartment, IRL, doing all the things. I'm Deeg. Yeah. This is my podcast. I'm calling it Deeg Chats now because that's my name. And uh, yeah, I, like I will uh, no doubt see all y'all around. So have a good night. And thanks again, Shock. Nice, bro. I'm, that's the YouTube outro pog. We did it. Hey, man. Hell had yeah. a good time. I'm not going to lie. I'm really, I'm, really, I'm really happy about that, dude. And I'm, I'm, I'm really like, uh, I. It always the question I always have whenever I have someone on is like, are we gonna only talk about the game or can we talk about other stuff too? I, I had a pretty good sense that we were gonna be able to range pretty widely with you. But uh I would say even by my normal standards, this has been a really fun tangent-filled conversation, which for me is a success. I love I love seeing a little thread and pulling on it and seeing where it goes. And uh Yeah. Yeah, I was worried my answers would be like, you know, like, when did you start playing Planetside? I'd be like, oh, like in 2014. Be like, why'd you stay? It's like, oh, well, yeah. nothing else really does what it does. And like, nah. those are usually the conversations that I have in like these kind of settings. So, yeah, I, I think that because when I did the podcast yeah. with uh, with Aflick, whenever we would have somebody on, if we could get them to like go on tangents, that was like an indicator that we were engaging in an engaging conversation. Yeah. So and it wasn't just like, hey, Rel. What's your what is the view of of Planet Tide? And he goes, Well, it's a game. And then we're like, All right, cool. Thanks everyone for tuning in. This has been the April Shocker podcast. So yeah, uh yeah. for sure. It's uh I I'm just stick to the what are you talking about? So I'm glad that you you didn't hate me just like going on rambling because I No, do that dude, that's what time. I wanted. That's what that was my plan all along. I'm just glad it worked. For sure. Oh, I'm so you do not you do not have to bait me into talking. I that's all I do. That's all I do. That's so. the great thing about interview streamers. Yeah, the, it's funny too because like when I'm at work, like I don't really talk. Like I'm very, I'm very quiet, mm -hmm. uh, reserved because like I feel like if I talk too much, I'll get baited into like doing more work and I don't want to. So, so I'm <laughs> laying like, low. You know, huh? I, I kind of lay low, which is again funny because I keep getting like these like these boosts and like promotions and stuff like that because it's like even when I feel like I'm not doing the most, I'm still being recognized for it at least, mm. which is good. Because a lot of people are like, you need to accelerate your career. You gotta, you gotta make sure you're always the the go getter that does everything. I'm like, bro, I've been sleeping in every day for the past like six months, and I got a message from my manager saying like, you've been doing some spectacular work. Keep yeah. it up. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll keep it up. <laughs> Good night. And I just go back to sleep. So, yeah, bro, uh, for sure. I, I totally relate to that. I had an experience uh, once in a job where. Uh, you, you get to a point with a job where it's like, okay, like I know where the glass ceilings are. I know where I can't push. I know we can't go any further than this. That's fine. I'm just gonna chill out. And when the, and when my my moment comes up, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna jump at it, and then I'll jump back out again. That's all I did. And then you know my yearly review comes around, and the only people remember are the moments I stepped up. They don't remember me all, me chilling out the rest of the time. And uh, sure. you know, it's working smart, not hard. Yeah, and like I'm in this guided program now that I'm graduating. I guess I need to be more like uh, of a go getter, I guess. But since I was like in this thing where it's like almost guaranteed, yeah, no, I was just like chilling and working from home. It's like super easy to just like feign 
uh, interest in things and being like, oh, I'm working really hard. So, and that's why I'm really happy that the job that I did get, it's completely virtual. It's all work from home. Yeah. I'm low key worried about that, man, for me. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Cause like it's so, it's so easy for me to just fuck off sometimes and not, and when you're like at the office, like you just think of stuff to do that would be good. Like, oh yeah, like I should go do this. I should go do that. I should talk to this person. I have, I have a down moment and you're, it, it's easier to just find little moments to add value. And, but when it's so easy to just fuck off, it's like, you just do what you're asked or do what you need to. And, uh, I don't know, like maybe, maybe long-term I'm hurting myself. I mean, I'm sure I am, but, uh, I don't know. Like ever since I started yeah. doing, I've, I've, I've been doing a version of this job for the last eight years and, I, ever since I started doing this, the podcast and streaming, it's just like I just have a hard time concentrating on the job because this is so much more interesting and so much more authentic to who I am. I feel like same with me in streaming. Same with me in streaming. Yeah, like the amount of times like like I try to be you know as humble as possible because like I know that a very select few people can make this like a full time thing. Mm -hmm. But like I've had moments where I'm like, man, I wish this was the full time thing because I have so much fun doing it. Mm -hmm. um, but when it comes to uh, kind of like what you said about like getting like distracted and working from home for me it's like the opposite where it's like i like to maximize how much time i have for myself and i love sleeping sleeping is the greatest thing i've ever done in my life <laughs> and so what i try to do is speed run my tasks as fast as possible and then kind of delay when i feed them out so like i'll do what is seen as eight hours of work in like two because i know how to like optimize and like you know automate an excel sheet so that i don't have to do the stuff that these boomers are doing where they're like manually typing every number uh, and doing math like like yeah. these are things that they're doing actively so i'm like all right i'm just gonna speed run these tasks do what they think takes eight hours in like two but then make it seem like i'm still faster by submitting it in like six mm -hmm. so then that gives me from those two hours that would have been six hours i, I ideally or eight hours for them I do the eight hour job in two, then I sleep for four and then submit on the sixth hour. And it's like, I'm still two hours faster, but now I get four hours of sleep. <laughs> so it's stuff like that. Like I've really learned how to, I guess, say, you know, screw you to the man. Cause I, I, I really don't like how companies burn you out. Like those, like if yeah. they knew that I could do that in two hours, they would try to shove eight hours worth of that two hour work. Yeah. And so I would have to do eight hours of that every day and get paid the same as the person who's taking forever to do it. So I'm yep. like, I'm just going to be a little bit faster. So I'm still better than everybody else, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I'm still being seen as the high performer, but not so much to the point that I'm going to get overworked because I did that in my first year. And mm -hmm. again, that's like, I think a lot of my like stress and anxiety and panic stuff mm -hmm. really started to source from there too, because I just kept getting more stuff. I was never done because they had so much stuff to do. Yep. They're like, he's doing the job of three people. Let's give him four. <laughs> How about four? Why not five? Yeah, it never ends. Yeah, let's see. When he breaks, when will he break? Mm -hmm. And like, you don't want to be the guy that breaks. So you're like, oh, everybody else is dealing with this, I guess. And then you're doing like five people's jobs for the price of 0.75 people because yeah. you're still underpaid relative to the person who's going slower. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Kurseva says it well. Do well, but not perfect. Yeah. Yep. I've been getting, uh, what's it called? There's like a, in the performance reviews, I get uh, highly effective. That's what I always aim for. I don't want the the highest one, but I don't want the I just want the second to highest thing because then it's like I'm highly effective. That's the way to I be, man. Be yeah, for sure, for sure. That's maximum yeah, return yeah. on investment. It's smart. Yeah, I appreciate you. You know, again, like talking about 
literally whatever that i am a very big proponent of just talking about stuff yeah and, uh, and I'll, I'll talk to you again soon man i think it was it was a good time right on sounds good dude yeah i'm gonna go find some food and hey um for everyone listening uh next week same time i'm gonna be interviewing a planet man who many of y'all will know a controversial figure in the planet side community a man deemed toxic by some lex is coming on the podcast wow. that's gonna be a good one <laughs> yeah we're gonna get into uh, it it's gonna be fun oh lex. yeah i might have to check that out <laughs> i might have to check i mean i was gonna check it out anyways but there it is yeah that's that's gonna be funny. Yeah, I, be square. you've kind of been uh the person that I've said is like you're like for lack of a better term, like his dad. Like you're <laughs> like his caretaker. Like he could totally have a conversation with Rel if you were there to make sure he wasn't being bad. He'd be like, Lex, calm down. He'd be like, Yes, yes, Deeg. All right, Mr. <laughs> well, can we get rid of the tanks, please? And like, good boy. Like, that's how I see you, bro. Cause Lex begin mad angry about the dumbest shit, bro. Like I don't know. Like why the beetle? I don't know. If the Beetlejuice is overpowered, then why why do the shitters can't get kills with it? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. So I'll definitely tune into that. I'll, I'll definitely check it out. And hey, people It'll in chat, be good. Already, bro. Check It'll out be- D. You his socials on this thing. Hit him up on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. Hit him with the follow. Be good. Yeah, do all those things. And uh, yeah, bro. I'll definitely check that out. All right, dude. Well, we have a good rest of your stream and have a good night, Shock. I'll I'll see you around, brother. All right, sounds good, man. Chat, say bye, people. Hey, all right, later, Dig. Peace. Oh, that's so cute. You should make that an emote. You're just going, <laughs> ah. All right, later, man. <laughs>